855-W233-DB Norwich. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. It came two years too late. That's how critics slam President Biden's brief stop at the southern border on his way to a summit in Mexico City. The president spent a couple of hours in El Paso, Texas, yesterday afternoon. Northern California seeing more destructive storms today after getting hammered over the weekend by torrential rains, heavy snow, and fierce winds. A vast area from north to south is under a flood watch, and winter storm watches and warnings have been posted for higher elevations inland. Forecasters say it's all because of atmospheric rivers sweeping in from the Pacific and marching across the state. Brazilian authorities say they have restored order after thousands of ex-President Bolsonaro supporters stormed the Congress, the Supreme Court, and Brazil's presidential palace. The BBC's Vanessa Bushluta. There have been at least 200 arrests. So this number obviously keeps going up. And also, interestingly, 40 buses have been seized because these protesters were bused to Brasilia for these events. So this was pre-planned. And actually the security forces are saying that they have already located who paid for the buses, which of course they say is a big indication of who is behind that. There's investigations underway. What Lula said was that there have been various speeches in which the ex-president encouraged the rioting and this invasion of the Congress. Lula, a reference to newly inaugurated President Luis Ignacio Lula da Silva. Some 7,000 nurses have gone on strike at two of New York City's biggest hospitals, Mount Sinai's main campus in Manhattan and Montefiore Medical Center in the Bronx. Watching Wall Street, stocks in positive territory this morning. The Dow's up 149 points, and Nasdaq ahead, 176. More on these stories at townhall.com. You know that your dollar doesn't go as far as it used to. At Key City Capital, we know that as well and would like you to know about investments we believe can make sense in an inflationary environment. For more details, check us out at keycitycapital.com. Key City offers passive investments in cash-flowing real estate that can help offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. When prices rise, more couples and families further delay home ownership. Key City Capital owns thousands of rental units with attractive prospects for income and appreciation as more and more renters apply to live in their communities. Let the team at Key City Capital grow your wealth and diversify your investment portfolio. Connect with them today at keycitycapital.com or call 817-912-1569, 817-912-1569. Again, that's keycitycapital.com or call 817-912-1569, 817-912-1569. Ukraine's presidential office says at least three civilians have been killed, 12 others wounded by Russian attacks over the past 24 hours. The toll includes casualties from a strike on the market in Shevchenko, a village of some 6,500 people, and in the eastern Donetsk region, where fierce battles continue around the cities of Bakhmut and Solidaire while in Kherson, a city in the south of Ukraine that was retaken by Kiev's forces in November, the Russian military fired at a residential district, wounding citizens during the attack. And in towns near the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, the region's governor says the attackers used heavy artillery and damaged several houses, a gas pipeline and a power line. 
I'm Charles Tulatespan. German investigators searching the property of an Iranian man suspected of planning an attack with deadly chemicals. Townhall.com. A lack of pilots and low demand is forcing one major air carrier to make some changes. Fort Worth-based American Airlines is dropping Columbus, Georgia, Del Rio, Texas, and Long Beach, California from its schedules because they aren't selling enough tickets and they don't have enough pilots to fly the routes. Regional partners of American are currently serving those cities. That brings to 19 the total number of cities scratched from American's schedule since the start of the pandemic. Other airlines have made similar cuts for similar reasons. Ronda Rockster reporting. The Republican governor of South Dakota, Kristi Noem, is demanding some answers after the feds released documents that contain her social security number. It's paperwork related to the proceedings of the Democrat-controlled January 6th House Committee. The Republican-led House will be getting down to business later today with California's Kevin McCarthy, the new Speaker of the House. More on these stories at townhall.com. afternoon. Temperatures today in the mid-40s above average. Tonight mostly clear, 27. Tomorrow mostly sunny, highs 43. Wednesday partly sunny, highs in the upper 30s, low 40s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Monday. 36 in Norwich, 37 in New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. Legal sales of adult-use marijuana will begin in Connecticut, 10 o'clock sharp tomorrow morning. The initial seven stores include one in Montville. They'll be operating uh, all over the uh, place. The next nearest one is in Willimantic. Now, the tax on recreational marijuana is around 20%, with the host community receiving 3% of the tax revenue. State officials say long lines can be expected in the early days of legal pot sales, and medical card holders have been urged to stock up before adult use sales start. The New Haven police officers facing criminal charges in the Randy Cox case are seeking to cast some blame on emergency medical technicians. The filing by attorneys for the officers says the EMTs failed to stabilize Cox and did not properly assess his injuries after he was hurt in police custody. Cox was hurt when the prisoner transport van he was inside stopped short, throwing him against the wall. Fox was later dragged out of the van and later into a holding cell and is now paralyzed. And there's a pickle fight brewing in Beantown. Grillo's Pickles, which got its start in Norwich, is suing its fellow Boston-based competitor, Wahlburgers. That's the burger company started by actor Mark Wahlberg. Over how it advertises its pickles, the lawsuit filed by Grillo's says Wahlburgers claims that its pickles are all natural with no preservatives is false. Grillo's says lab test it conducted on Wahlburgers pickles found what the company described as, quote, substantial amounts of a preservative. So the pickle wars are starting. Mostly sunny this afternoon, a high of 46.36 now in Norwich at 10.07. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Kalsberger, WICH. And now Stu Breyer. Briar. Briar. Stu Briar. is in a pickle. Stu's in a pickle. We can't hear him. Hmm? Now we can hear him. Hello, Stu. Excuse me, I gotta fix my earphone here. Oh my gosh. This is no way to start the week. Scooby dooby doo. Scooby dooby doo. La ba la ba la. 
I'm gonna sing. Let's here. see. What should I sing? Let's let's find a song here. Let me see. Oh, we country music. Country music. I don't want to sing country songs. There is no country music. Scooby Dooby Doo. Dooby Dooby Doo. Walla Walla Washington. Mm-hmm. Are they fixed? Are you strangling yourself? What are you doing exactly? They're all tangled up. They get very tangly. I listen to you every morning. Do you? You're the only one, apparently. <laughs> Hang in there, Marty. What do you mean? You can ad-lib. I hear you in the morning. You do hear me in the morning. This is amazing. Ah, what have you done to yourself? Jeez. Okay, I'm all set now. All right. That only, Are you there? That only took all day. I'm here, yeah. Okay. Can you hear me? Oh, I'm having trouble Maybe not. hearing you. I don't know what's going on here. Man, this is a complete... <laughs> this is a calamity. This is a calamity. Wait a minute. This I think I've got a pickle. This happened the other day, and my earphones went out, and... Uh, and you went out, and... What a way to start the week. We're all That's set. It's a good start. Yeah, real yeah, good start. Just, can we start all over again? These Grillo pickles, by the way, are the best. <clears throat> they are the pick... Yeah? They're the best. I've had them... They are by far, and I love pickles. They're by far the best pickles I've ever Did had. Did you ever play pickleball? I have a couple of times. It's very fun. Is it fun? Yes. I mean, uh, you'd be good at pickleball. I, I would. Bet. Yes. But it's like tennis, only it's for little kids. Uh, it's for old people, really. Older people. They don't move quite as well or as quite as much as they used to. But so we don't have. To I know run several middle-aged people that play and they enjoy it, and it's kind of like it's like miniature tennis and ping pong. It's like if you were standing on mm -hmm. a ping pong table. It's kind of like that. It's very fun. So you don't have to eat pickles before you play? No, uh-uh. You can. I'd, okay. I'd encourage it. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Pickleball, Pickleball. very fun. You know, I, I, somebody just asked, uh, we have a couple that lives uh, across the street, and they said, uh, when the weather gets better, we'll play pickleball. And I'm thinking, huh? Are you kidding me? Oh, you'd like it, I think. I'd like pickleball? I think you would like it. you got to get a paddle and some balls. I don't know if your friends across the street have something for you to hit with, but if not, they're they're around. Is it just like tennis rackets you use? Except they're paddles. They're wood. They're paddles? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the balls are plastic. Oh! Now yeah. you're talking. Yeah. By the way, I had heard that there was a big uh, lottery winner in California, and now I'm just reading that there has been no winner. Yeah, there's no Mega Millions winner, so the jackpot's like a billion dollars tomorrow. It's $1.1 billion, folks. Yeah. So Which we just had one of these not too long ago. Yeah, but this is the biggest one, I think. Nah. It's not bigger than that one, I don't think. $1.1 billion? Yeah. A billion dollars? A billion. Jeez. And there was no Powerball winner either, so... Okay, I can't keep up with all of these. Uh, there's, there's a lot on that one, too. I think that's tonight. I think Powerball's tonight. I bought the other one, you know, they're $2 a ticket. I thought it was a bucket ticket. It's $2 a ticket now. That's an outrage. Inflation. I know. That's what it is. Inflation. It's the lottery. Hmm. I have a tip uh, for everybody. What's that? About uh, when the bad winter weather comes. Yeah, we've been lucky so far. Nothing, been very lucky. Real. It was a little slick this morning coming in. I was, I, uh, and that's right. They delayed some of the schools, I heard. Kind of slid, slid around a little bit. Yeah. And then you said the sunshine, pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty coming. Pretty good sunshine. Well, there's a, a couple of things to know about uh, to eliminate some of the aggravation this uh, winter season.
Mm-hmm. The worst part about setting out on a freezing morning is trudging through the snow to scrape down the car's windows and mirrors. Yeah. yeah. Get a garage. That's what you do. But Yeah, get a garage if you don't want. But if you can shorten your Arctic morning routine with mm-hmm. these winter car tricks, Ooh. spend more time where it's warm. Yeah. So here it is. So what are your tips? Let the sun do its thing. Park facing east yeah. to get the most windshield warming heat you can. Definitely. You know that. Oh, you so smart. That makes, That's why that he's sense. news director. It'll melt huh? it right for you. You won't have to put any effort in. Protect your mirrors. Keep ice and snow off your side view mirrors by covering them with plastic grocery bags. Okay. okay. Shield your wiper blades. A pair of socks over your windshield wipers can keep them from freezing to the windshield. Wiper condoms, yes. <laughs> we had to go there, huh? I did, yeah. All Sorry. right. And welcome your windshield. Cover your windshield with an inexpensive welcome mat or even a carpet remnant to catch the ice and snow. And a bonus, if your car gets stuck in the snow, you can use the mat to get traction under the tire. That's a great idea. These are good tips. These are very good tips. Do I have a smart audience or what? I would never put a welcome mat or think to put a welcome mat on my windshield. Mm-hmm. Huh? Or socks on your... Uh, or condoms on my uh, windshield, windshield wipers. wipers yeah. Yeah. That's in case your windshield wipers get frisky. <laughs> You're amazing. <laughs> By the way, if you uh, get a cash payout on the $1.1 billion, mm-hmm. uh, you'll get $568.7 million. That's a lot. It's a lot taken out, too. Yeah, it is a lot. Almost everybody does it that way. Yeah, well, we don't care. We'll just take the dough. The jackpot will be the game's third largest ever. You're right. right. And the odds is uh, very good. And winning one in 302 million. One in 302 million. Mm -hmm. I forgot to play last time it was over a billion, and maybe I'll remember this time. I played. I didn't get one number. I know that's so depressing. Only one Not number. Even one number. No, any, I don't know how that could anybody. Well, somebody wins, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else is happening in the news? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Seeing you, uh, just like you, you gave right. us the important news. That's right. But um, pickles. Did you get into a lot of football games over the weekend? Uh, I, uh, I was into basketball more, but I got in some yesterday. Yeah, had to get into a little the, bit. Had to get into the Bills game a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I watched that because yeah. of the Patriots and the whole Demar Hamlin thing. Very sad to hear the uh, the oldest person has yeah. passed away. Oldest person in America, right? Mm-hmm. 115 yeah. year old Bessie yeah. Hendricks. Yeah, see you, Bessie. Her family yeah. kept telling her, "Quit smoking." <laughs> So she passed away at 115. She didn't smoke. All right, all right. She witnessed the sinking of the Titanic. Wow. World War One and Two. Jeez. The Spanish flu and COVID. And which uh, was worse? I wonder if you ask Bessie. Excuse me. I wonder which was worse. Oh, yes, Bessie. What she would say. She saw it all. Yeah. 114-year-old Eddie Cicerelli of California is now country's oldest living person. He's 114. Eddie? Mm-hmm. Okay. The world's oldest dog turns 23. 23? Wow. Recently celebrated its 23rd birthday, Ladybug. Aw. For luck, in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, her owner, Mary Hugh, says, it's a good thing to come into this afternoon. We just love celebrating with her, and we're so glad that she's still here with us at 23. What kind of dog is Ladybug? Let's see. It says she's a miracle. No matter how much we groom her, 
She looked like she crawled out of a dumpster. <laughs> oh, that's nice. However, um, they don't really give the uh, breed of the dog. Really? That's too hmm. bad. Looks like Mary, she came out of a dumpster. Huh? Mary adopted Ladybug after her previous owner abandoned her. And then she got the dog, and there oh. it is. Nice. 23, that's a long time for a dog. I never heard of Yeah, our dogs live to be about 13 years old, and uh, that was considered long. Yeah. Along, yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. We've got a lot of uh, interesting stuff today, besides, of course, your serious news. That's right. Man won 100000 on his birthday. That's kind of mm. nice. It's a good present. On your birthday, winning $100,000. Dunkin' Donuts threw a surprise party for a 95-year-old person. Dunkin' Donuts. Mm. They charge him half price for the donut. <laughs> Prince Harry claims oh, that his father, King Charles, him. is jealous of Meghan Markle. Oh, yeah, right. Are these people nuts? Yes, I'm tired of Harry. I, I think mean, I mentioned that on the show this morning. Yeah, I don't I want mean, any more of him. They're worth or so, Megan. so yeah, much money. Why don't, they, why don't they just go away and spend their money? I thought that's the whole idea of dropping out of the royal family yeah, was they to go away. To, and yeah. now you hear about them every day because they got They want to get TV out of the news. And they want to live their lives. So, uh, memoirs. and Amazing. Like, just go away. Unbelievable. And yet people are buying the book. They're watching their uh, documentary. The King of England is, is is is. are you serious? Uh, jealous of Meghan Markle? Yeah, right. He's the King of England. Right. Now you know he's really, they've really gone off their... Uh, She's not that popular, so it's not like a Lady Diana thing. No, I, Lady I, I Diana. I see him being jealous a, of her. She was a class act Lady Diana. Yes. And finally, uh, strange news, a man is dating a life-size doll... Mm. Mm-hmm. Kinky. I don't know if it's kinky, but he's dating the doll. Mm-hmm. An Australia carpenter named Rod is dating <laughs> dating a life-size doll named Karina. Karina, huh? He bought the doll and started dating her after yeah. his fiance left him. Well, well I would say reason. he took that hard, huh? Yeah, he took mm-hmm. it very hard. The doll was expensive because it was inflated. Uh, <laughs> Rod says... <laughs> Mom basically looked at her Karina as if she was poison. Well, In the yeah. end, she warmed up. She warmed up? Mom warmed up to the doll? Yeah, it was like a long-lost daughter. She really got oh into it. Oh, my God. Mom's nuts, too. By the way, the, li- <laughs> the Lifeline doll cost $2,064. $2,000? $2, $64. $64. See, inflation. There she's, you have it. She's life-sized. Yep. She must be very attractive. There's a movie about a guy who dates a... I don't know if you ever saw it. It's a very cute movie. About a dating a doll? An inflatable doll. Yeah. What? Took it everywhere he went. Took it to dancers. What? Dances and uh, finally... Is a good movie? It's a movie. Yeah, and it's a good movie if you can ever see it. What's it called? Oh, man. Something about a doll. Living doll or something. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it. Don't have anything that can top that one. <laughs> can you get an uglier doll for like less money? Oh yeah, you can yeah, get one okay. that yeah, it's totally inflated. I don't know. <laughs> so he brings it everywhere with him, and um, that would be tedious. But all yeah, right. you know, it's tough when your fiance breaks up with you. Yeah, it is rough. Yeah. 
And that's all I've got today. You think he'll marry her? Or? I don't know. I guess so. Yeah. Oh, she's a depends. She can't. Uh, she can't cook. No, she does very little. I'm can't I'm sew. Assuming. I'm assuming. And she can't get frisky. Well, I don't know for over two hundred, two thousand dollars. Who knows? She ought to do something. Yeah. Well, all right, Marty. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry about the technical difficulty at the beginning. Yeah, it was there. a good start, but but you uh, rallied. A good start, and uh, <laughs> now we're completely finished. <laughs> Talk to you later, buddy. Yes, sir. Let's check the weather, and then we'll get into. Uh, Something serious, perhaps? I don't know. Hi, everybody. Good morning. We are expecting mostly sunny skies by late this morning into the early afternoon. Temperatures today in the mid-40s, above average. Tonight, mostly clear, 27. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, highs 43. Wednesday, partly sunny, highs in the upper 30s, low 40s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney, wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Monday. You know, I tell you folks everything. So I, I came down to the studio. I was getting prepared for the program. Marty came on, and my earphones got all tangled up. And finally, when I untangled them, I hadn't put them in the in the hole that so I could hear. So, as well, those things happen because we are human. I hope you had a wonderful weekend, everybody. W I C H A M and F M. Working on a lot of guests this week, and today we've uh, left it pretty much open. So if there's something you're on your mi- on your mind, we uh, certainly uh, are happy that things have slowed down a little bit in Washington. We now have a Speaker of the House after 15 tries, so that's good. Now we can get down to business. The President, of course, uh, went down to the border for the first time in two years, and I don't know if anything's going to come of it. It's just amazing he did wait for two years. And now he would like uh, the Congress to straighten out the situation. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Our number is 889-5252. Dreaming of a new car? A new home? A little money management can go a long way to help make those dreams a reality. And at Science Federal Credit Union, we make money management easier. At Science Federal Credit Union, you will be treated as a member, not just a number. We are committed to improving our members' lives with creative financial solutions. Our helpful, responsive, and knowledgeable people are here to help you realize your dreams. Visit our website to find out how you can receive customized product and resource recommendations for a whole host of important financial decisions, like buying a home, how to save more money, preparing for retirement, paying off debt, and so much more. From day-to-day dealings to long-term planning, Scient Federal Credit Union is your solutions provider, no matter your financial status. We make money management easier. Contact us to see if you qualify for membership. 877-860-MYCU or scientfcu.org. Federally insured by the NCU. UA, Science Federal Credit Union. Should we make this official? Here we go. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. There, there's a fresh start to our program. Welcome to our program. It's an open uh, topic to start things off today. We will have a guest a little later on this week, and it's a full week. It's hard to see a Monday without a holiday. It's like, man, 
Although we have another holiday coming up, um, I think next Monday, it's Martin Luther King's birthday, if I have that squared away. So the Patriots are not going to be in the playoffs. They really don't deserve it because they barely were 500. And these days, you don't have to have a great record to get into the playoffs because there's so many of them. Look closer to home. After initial partisan debate, the city council unanimously approved $500,000 second-year grant for arts programs and adopted a cultural calendar with dozens of important dates for different nationalities, ethnic heritages, and religious faiths. At its meeting Tuesday, the council's majority four Democrats, prior to the late-night resignation of Democratic State Representative Darrell Wilson, proposed allocated 500 grand city's remaining $2 million in American Rescue Plan Act money to the Southeastern Connecticut Cultural Coalition for Norwich-based arts programs. Proponents on the bill, on the council, and speakers during public comment touted the successes of last year's $500,000 grant to the coalition, which funded programs in schools, at arts, and cultural locations in the community. Something in case you had missed it. Also, Connecticut workers eligible for hero pay bonuses should expect to receive those payments starting in early February. An official from the Office of State Comptroller, Sean Scanlon, said the Connecticut premium pay program was created to provide up to $1,000 in bonuses to private sector employees who worked during the COVID-19 pandemic. Payments will be sent in batches. Officials plan to announce the exact date and schedule in the coming weeks, the official said. Good for them, getting some recognition there. Public Consulting Group, which is helping the state manage the program, notified workers about the status of their bonus. In the late fall, the company sent the last batch of emails the week of December 19th, according to the Comptroller's Office. So updating you on a few things in case you may have missed them. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Good morning, sir. What's cooking? Happy Monday. You too. Yeah. So I guess we got a new Speaker of the House, huh? Oh, yes. That was easy. Yeah, it was. It only took 15 tries. I was surprised when they finally uh, finished it, to be uh, honest with you. Now I hope they produce. Yep, now it's time for some producing. Yeah. So what do you think about El Presidente going down to the border? Well, I I think uh, unless people are totally baffled that um, it's pretty obvious why he went down to the border because he was getting so much flack and um, he's probably going to announce that he's going to run again. And uh, looking for a photo op. And a photo op. Mm. But oh, well. there's a lot of things he didn't do. He didn't look, you know, allegedly didn't talk to the people who have been working so hard on the border. And, uh, you know, pretty soon he'll be blaming the other side, which he already started. He already has. Yeah, which is, you know, we're not stupid, Mr. President. No. Hey, Stu, I got one for the, uh, just when you thought you heard it all, files. Oh, I'm ready. Are you you familiar with the crumbling foundations in Connecticut? Well, certainly from time to time we hear about it, sure. Right. Well, um, let's see. Uh, I don't know if uh, a lot of people are aware of this or not, but uh, every year when a homeowner renews his homeowner's insurance policy, they tack on an extra $17 that goes into a special fund that are repairing these foundations. Yeah, I think somewhere along the way I've heard about that one, yeah. Now, this is going to go on until the year 2029, Mm -hmm. and 
possibly be extended to the year 2041. Oh, I see. Yeah. So, uh, you know what concrete is made out of. It's made out of one part sand, one part stone, and one part cement. Evidently, evidently the sand that they used in producing this um, concrete had a certain type of mineral in it that will not withstand the uh, New England winters. Thus, the uh, foundations are crumbling and cracking. Ooh, yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. So, now the federal government gave money to the state of Connecticut to do a study, $4 million, to do a study on why the foundations are crumbling. I think we already know why they're crumbling. Yeah, I would say that's obvious, as you just mentioned. Yeah, $4 million. Yeah. Where are their priorities? So um, maybe they should uh, not add $17 to people's uh, bills and just... Um, maybe they should use that $4 million to repair the foundations. You know, that makes sense to me. Yeah, and exactly, you're exactly right. Uh, maybe uh, we don't need to pay the $17 a year. <laughs> Yeah. Until 2041. Well, on and on, we question quite a few things. <laughs> so with that, I'm now going to go down into the basement and check my foundation. Check your foundation, and I hope uh, there's no big cracks. All righty. All right, You buddy. have a good day. You too, thanks. Bye-bye. Hello, welcome. You're on the air. Hi, Sue. Hi there. You know, uh, a miracle was performed over the weekend. Tell me about a miracle. It was Damar Hamlin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he uh, he's doing. Knock on wood, he's doing great. He's doing great. Considering and, and what he all the prayers that everyone gave him, I think did it. Well, however, I, however it happened, I'm so glad that he's on his way to recovery. Knock on wood. Yes, he is. I think <clears> it's wonderful, and uh, he does too. <laughs> so. And all those uh, wonderful people that. Kept them alive, for one thing. Imagine if they weren't yes, around. Yes, Oh, yes. And yes. Uh, the first words he said after he spoke was, did our team win? Yeah, imagine. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Amazing, amazing. And then the team, look, you know, dedicated that big victory yesterday to him. Yeah, yeah. They started off the game by uh, when the kickoff, and the guy ran all the way, got the ball, and ran all yeah, the way into the end zone. That's something, the way he ran. And that's so unusual. <laughs> It. it was almost like he was totally driven. Yeah, and then he went again. <laughs> and then there was another. Uh, another. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I thought that was wonderful that he pulled through. It's quite a story, it's and I hope he continues story. to uh, be well every day. Better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, Stu. All right, thanks, my football buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See ya. Yep. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Okay, how you doing? <clears throat> I'm I'm a little tired. Um, my husband wound up at the ER last night, and they kept saying they were going to discharge him, and like nine hours later. Oh boy, those! Uh, so I sat there. Those times. Starting, but um, mm. anyway. Yep. So the president finally went down to the border, but what did they do in El Paso? They cleaned up the streets. Oh, of course. He didn't, he didn't talk to any of the illegals. Nope. You know, um, he didn't talk to any of the um, owners of property along the border who have been hurt by this, didn't talk to any of the small businesses 
that have been hurt by this because people won't go down and shop because they had all of that tent city thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it was just a photo op. It was a political farce. And for those who have been following it, you you they're not gonna they're not gonna buy that visit. Believe me. No, now they're gonna say, "Well, see, it wasn't that bad." Yeah, right. Only well, five hundred came over the border. Yeah, sure. I don't know whether they had to deal with the cartels. There were hundreds and hundreds that came over. Uh, you know, slipped in and nobody knew about it. They just had a statistic that is unbelievable: that people coming in and they don't know who they are. Right. Mm. Yeah. And the cartels are actually, um, what I heard today, is the cartels are actually um, working with the Chinese to get them in. Well, any time the uh, China can disrupt us, the uh, government of China, not the people, uh, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. Oh, yeah. They'll they'll do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's, it's, I don't know. It's bad. But anyway, Kevin McCarthy is the... Speaker of the House, and hopefully all of the Republicans will get behind him instead of this nightmare of 15 rounds of voting. Um, you know, I do like some of the things, like one thing per bill, no more omnibus bills. Um, you know, that's one thing that I have said. I don't understand why you need a 4,000-plus 4, page bill, and you give them, you know, like five hours to read it. You know, they're going to got to give them 72 hours to read whatever they produce. So, you know, some good came of the 20, um, not not voting for him right away, where they got things into the... Um, into, no, you may be right. Contract, you may be but, right. You know. It may be well have been worth it. We'll find out. I wish him well, naturally. Right, yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, there could have been others. I wouldn't have minded if, you know, they had Steve... Police. I didn't really want Jim Jordan because he's on that committee that's been investigating a lot of things, and it would be horrible to have removed him from that. I don't think he really him. wanted to be. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay, my friend. Okay. Bye. You too. Thank you. Thanks for holding. <laughs> okay. I take that thanks back. We'll be right back. Eight eight nine five two five two. When it comes to insurance, we hold your hand throughout the process. Well, sort of. Riders Farmers Insurance Agency. Auto, home, life, recreational, and business. Chris and Beth bring years of experience and solid philosophy to help you choose the right coverage. Call Beth and Chris for a no-obligation quote and review of your coverage at 860-269-7779. Salem Turnpike next to Joanne Fabrics in Norwich. Riders Farmers Insurance Agency. We want to hold your hand. The Connecticut Department of Administrative Services is hiring for health care and direct support. Visit ct.gov slash ctstatejobs at ct.gov slash ctstatejobs for more information. Mr. Bright, with you, your son's supposed to come out today. That'll be nice, huh? Yes, it will be. Welcome to the program. Well, how are you today, Stu? Pretty good, thanks. Hey, I've been analyzing the situation here, and tell me if I'm wrong or not. <clears throat> now, the president went to the border, and he looked the situation over. And what do you think he thought in his mind? Well, I got that over with. No, he said to himself in his mind, these are all potential good little Democrats that are going to vote the Democratic way because I brought them to America. 
Well, that's the way I feel. I can't prove it 100%, but I'm pretty sure yeah, that's the situation. Like a duck and quacks like a duck gets a duck. I know, I know what you mean, believe me. And uh, another <clears throat> thing is, everybody says, oh, he's an old man, he's got Alzheimer's. No. He's dumb like a fox. He's a polished politician. Oh, yeah, he's always been that way. Yeah. So we're the fools, and he's the smart one. Well, I think a lot of people are kind of understanding it a little better than maybe before, but I don't know. You know, it all depends on where your news is getting fed to you. I'd, I'd love to hear a, a, a true-blooded Democrat call in and, and defend what he's doing. Uh, it's only to, to increase the party, the Democratic vote. That's all. It's well, all they're always, well, you know, all parties are welcome to call in on this program, and I want to hear their take on some of these things. It's good to toss it around, so I hope uh, yeah, we do get yeah. a call. Okay, you have a good day. And you too, thank you. Hello, good morning to you. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi, Susan. I was surprised to see a little bit of snow on our deck this morning. And you're going to see a little bit of sun, too. Oh, yeah, well, it's all gone, so you get up early, you get to see it. It kind of looked pretty. Well, they delayed schools, some of them, for really? a couple of hours because the roads were slick. Oh. But they're open. They're open now. Oh, I didn't mm. know that. You know, there was a lot of news over the weekend. <clears throat> One thing that really, okay, CMAC trips, if anybody is wondering about, because um, this is in the day on Saturday, anyone wondering about the, uh, well, the Kentucky Derby garbage, right? Well, it says federal judge, re federal judge refuses to overturn verdicts involving CMAC trips. So that's still on. One thing next to it on front page of the day, which is really disgusting, ex-Groton school superintendent gets five years on child porn charge. Oh, God. This guy yeah. is a real character. This guy, Condry, or whatever his name is, he also worked as a school superintendent in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. And the big article that keeps going really makes you wonder, how do they screen these people that they hire for working around kids? Uh, maybe they just don't care. Anyway, he got arrested at some airport in Florida. But it says... As a detainment hearing, investigators said they consider him a flight risk because of his extensive travels. Listen to these countries. Um, let's see, Dominican Republic, Honduras, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, Panama, Ukraine, Cuba, wow. Czech Republic, Germany, and Poland, some of which are known for sex tourism and child exploitation. Oh, God. How did he have time as a school <clears throat> superintendent maybe on summer vacation, to travel to all well, those places. sometimes they slip through the cracks and uh, some very bad people get into a position they never should be near. And that guy was right down there in Groton. Mm -hmm. That's even worse. It's even closer to home. I would figure California, but here? And um, did you hear? I heard this morning. I, I got some little tidbits. You're going to love it. Um, okay. Well, first of all, Hillary Clinton got a job as a professor at Columbia University. That's correct, yes. You mm -hmm. heard that? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, did you hear that Pope Benedict, uh, I guess he had it written out, that he uninvited Biden to his funeral? He did not want him there representing the U.S.? I did not hear that, no. Well, good. 
congratulations to the Catholic Church for realizing what Biden is all about. You are going to crack up. Do you know that David Collins listens to your radio station? Well, the fellow who writes for the day? Yep. Because it said, you know, you had Rob Simmons on on Thursday, right? This mm-hmm. is the Friday paper, which I, we didn't get our paper till later. Rob Simmons calls House Dem leader Hakeem Jeffries the black guy. But it's a whole big article about David Collins listening to Rob Simmons on a local radio station. Well, so I, it had to be... <clears throat> well, I wish he had mentioned WICH, but... Well, he just said local. Okay. <laughs> but okay. I, well, you had Rob Simmons on a Thursday. And you know the thing about the RV park in Preston that everybody did not want down there in that pretty cornfield down there in the flats on Route 2? Well, guess what last week USA said in money? RV slump may be warning of a recession. If you still have doubts about whether the U.S. will slip into a recession, perhaps this will dispel them. The RV industry is significantly weakening. No one's buying them. Like, who's going to buy a gigantic RV in number two? The prices have gone up because of the 7% interest. So the RV thing, with gas prices and everything, forget it. Some of the um, RV makers are laying off people. Now, the big thing that I have been following that I am so happy about is that the Mar Hamlin getting better and better. And, 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 I mean, getting to be able to talk. And I think he can walk now on his own. You know, that's uh, so encouraging. It's really uh, amazing. Yeah. Everything had to be perfectly in place to save that guy's life. A lot of prayers around him, but they had the people that continue to try to restore him. It's a marvelous story, and I hope it continues that way. And then he watched the football game, Mm -hmm. and his team won against the New England Patriots. And I'm like... Wow, what a nice, you know, ending to, well, the story of the football playing. I guess they might be over for the season. I'm not sure. And his nonprofit charity kids gifts, you know, to give out free gifts to kids, Mm -hmm. toys, he only started it hoping to make $2,500. It was, as of yesterday, the amount put in his charity was $8.5 million. It's nice to hear some good news. Yeah. And that is and I, definitely I'm good news. I'm following this. And I'm reading all the, uh, I'm reading the mm-hmm. sports pages following it, and I just think that is just so cool. All and right. You had, a lot of good, you had a lot of good stuff today. Thanks. Okay. See you. Susan's repertoire on Stu's uh, program here. 889-5252 is the telephone number. talking uh, with doctors and uh, they have never been it's amazing you know how hard it is to get an appointment now it's like so many things going around and they're so tied up and so busy I was supposed to have a uh, physical and I can't get I'm, I'm going to have to find somebody else but I can't get the, the uh, appointment till July 18th 
that's how tied up doctors are. Are you finding that? You know, if you uh, you got to be really, really sick to get in there. Welcome to the program. You're on the air. Hi, Stu. Hi. Um, what Sue was talking about, um, Rob Simmons, every Thursday, is on. Mm-hmm. No, I know he's on. We're not the only place he's on. I understand that. So I, I, I uh, that's where he got it from. Well, he could have got it from us, too. Who knows? station. Don't assume. He could have got it from listening to me. Um... He says at first, usually on Lee Elsie. You're amazing. You okay, we don't take we won't take any credit. Don't worry about it. What else is on your mind? Okay, um, the other thing was um, crumbling foundation that the other person was talking about. Um, he's right. You, you know, I I live in Norwich. Uh, this crumbling foundation is in a lot of other areas and we do get it on our homeowners insurance all the time so i'm here there? yeah i'm here i don't know what the beep was mm-hmm. i'm here so i wanted to say that any catastrophe or something like that gets shared um across the board mm-hmm. and well, it looks that way about it. you know <laughs> you know you Anyway, that's it. Okay, dear. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Hello. Good morning to you. Well, I watched the, um, oh, my goodness, election of the, of... uh, You watched all the 15 votes? 15 times? I did. I did. Oh, my God, I did. I was... I was surprised when they actually... I was surprised when it actually happened and um, he became Speaker of the House. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of happy about it. I mean, I'm happy about it. I watched it, but oh my golly, I, uh, to me, this is probably insulting, but to me, it was like watching a football game or. Or the price is right, or yeah, was, whoever's uh, going to win that big mega million. I mean, there was some there was some name calling and some stupid things that were said, and there's no oh, reason yeah. for that. You know, you're trying to get together, and you, I just didn't. Well, I've, I'm ha- I'm hoping, you know, you know, I'm hoping that um, things can be a little better financially for our country, and you know, I'm just praying. I I'm very happy about that young football player. Very very happy for him. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, some other things on my mind are the uh, Idaho murders of those four students. Well, they're getting all kinds of information on that now. Yeah. Well, they really kept it pretty tight. You know, they didn't say a lot, the police mm-hmm. there. Which is good. evidently, that's good, though. Yeah, people are jumping on them and saying, oh, they're inadequate and we need to know. And But you have to understand the makings of investigations. And uh, I think people now realize what a great job they did do. Yeah, and, you know, uh, a lot... I, I just... Maybe, okay, maybe I heard this wrong. But didn't his father drive him back? The, the father must have drove him there, correct? And then drove him back, what, to Pennsylvania? 
Well, they they, they were stopped twice. The father yeah. and uh, the alleged monster were mm-hmm. stopped twice, and pl- police uh, wanted to just check things out. They were they knew they had their man. Oh. And now they have enough DNA to. There's no way to. I don't know how he could ever win the case, but the, everybody has to have a defense lawyer. Sure. So that's, uh, well, that, mm-hmm. that's what we do in America. We give people... Yeah, the, you have to, otherwise it can get out of control. Yeah. Um, the parents of one of the girls were on TV show, I think, with maybe Hannity or one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been and, on. Yeah. yeah, but they said... You know, they want the death penalty. Oh, boy, um, I, that would be and, great. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I think it's wonderful if they do get it. They said because, you know, the family can go into the prison and see this man that did this horrible crime, and their daughter will never have that opportunity, and the rest of the, the, the people that got murdered. So they were... Um, uh, maybe, you know, I don't know if Idaho has the murder, uh, I mean, the... Uh, I think they do have a, the death penalty. You know, there are a lot of people do. against it, and, uh, you know, that's their prerogative. But for a monster like that, oh. the problem is when you are sentenced to death, uh, sometimes it takes eight or ten years, and... Oh, you're right. And it becomes a yeah. farce. Yeah, because of Michael Ross finally asked for it. Yeah. After all those years being in there. And the, the last thing, you know, I would like to hear from the Democrats on what they, why, why do they uh, think Biden's doing such a great job? I would like to know what they think of him. Well, honey, they, maybe they don't think he's doing such a great job. I know, but I, I hear, I mean, I hear so many arguments that he's great and all this, but you know, he should have went down to the border. He should have really went down there. He didn't see what was going in El Paso, Texas. They went in there and cleaned up all the streets and everything. Yeah, but so he didn't really see the mm-hmm. truth. He really knows what's going on. I don't believe oh. he doesn't know what's going on. Of course he does. Oh, Stu. Mm-hmm. Well, I just pray for everybody to be okay. Susan, uh, the second hour, if you get a chance, uh, do you know uh, what causes... Um, Itchy scalp. You think I mean, Susan I know knows, she knows that? A lot of things. <laughs> so she. I wonder. What causes itchy scalp? Right. I because I've been trying to get into the doctor, mm-hmm. and it's taken forever till June. I. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. You can't get into. It's almost impossible to get into doctors. I mean, it's um. That's so much things going around. I guess I. It just. I've never seen oh, anything so like it. Never seen anything oh. like it. No, I mean, it's very bad, the, the viruses and whatever, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't want to go to outpatient because I don't have anybody there. I'm going to later try to a dermatologist. Yeah, just uh, that would be a good idea because um, yeah. did, are you using any new shampoo? No, no, I, I just don't know if I'm just nervous. You, you know, I don't know. I'm allergic to something new that I'm eating. Well, um, I, I think that's something that you can reasonably be assured that they can find something to fix that. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's just, uh, you know, I don't dye my hair or anything, Stu. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just gray, and that's it. But I'm wondering, I mean, 
Sue knows a lot of different things. Her and probably Sam. Dr. Sue know. and Dr. Sam, huh? Okay. <laughs> okay, thanks right. a lot for listening, Stu. You're welcome. Have a good day. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Well, I'm certainly not a doctor, but um, you could even go into a pharmacy and ask, is there any uh, over-the-counter product for itchy scalp? I don't know. They Certainly, uh, if it's itchy all the time, that can be very uncomfortable. Talk about senseless stuff. We have that, too. Senseless stuff. How your partner's favorite cereal reveals how they are going to be in a relationship. Okay, according to marriage counselor Jeff Gunther. So before you get into a relationship, folks, make sure you find out what their favorite cereal is. For instance, Trix cereal. Your partner is chaotic and has no idea what they want in a relationship. Very unpredictable and exciting. Obviously up to Trix. Lucky Charms cereal. Your partner likes to play tricks and is scared of their own emotions and true vulnerability. They jump from relationship to relationship. Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal. Your partner has refined tastes. This is almost too unbelievable, isn't it? I don't know about that psychologist, but uh, let me... uh, Get to another call in just a moment. Got to take a break. 889 is the number. Fox News commentary. It took 15 tries, but we finally have a Speaker of the House, and he's a Republican, kind of. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. Stay on top of the latest forecast with America's weather team in the palm of your hands. Here's the latest from America's Weather Center. It's Fox weather updates throughout your busy day, every day. Five inches of rain by tomorrow. Temperatures being 30 degrees above average. Put the power of over 100 meteorologists and the worldwide resources of Fox in your hands with the Fox Weather Podcast. Precise, personal, powerful. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com. It took a while, like 15 ballots, several days, and a long night, but we finally have a Speaker of the House, and it's Kevin McCarthy. I think we all knew we'd end up here eventually. It was just a question of when and how much McCarthy would give up to get here. The big one is that motion to vacate, which means a single member can trigger a vote to remove the Speaker, and that's a strong check on McCarthy's power, but could also mean we'd have to go through this voting process yet again. Yikes. All the concessions McCarthy handed over to the holdouts will make his leadership role more challenging, and that could be a good or a bad thing, depending on how confident you are in Kevin McCarthy. All I can say is this. I'm glad this part is over, and now it's time to get to work. Keep the radical leftist agenda at bay, conduct primetime hearings on big tech, call Fauci to the carpet, and for the love of God, this one is important, please secure our southern border. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Lahren is Fearless, at Outkick.com. 94.5 and 1310WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Do you need help paying for heat? You may have never needed our services before, but TVCCA is here to help during this difficult time. Through the Connecticut Energy Assistance Program, TVCCA can provide assistance heating your home, no matter your primary heating type. If you've already paid for a deliverable fuel like oil, our credit can be applied with your vendor for a future purchase. 
Homeowners and renters may apply. Weekday, Saturday, and early evening appointments are available. Visit tvcca.org today. Do you need money for college? Are you interested in a career in broadcasting? If you're a Connecticut resident studying journalism, communications, sales, marketing, production, or broadcast engineering, you're eligible for a scholarship from the Connecticut Broadcasters Association. The deadline is March 15th. Go to ctba.org. WICH, we're still welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Um, that lady that just called about her itchy scalp. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm a hairdresser, so... Oh, yeah. Um, okay, I'm glad I got counter, you. Um, without a prescription. You can get it over the counter without a prescription? Tea tree. T-E-A-T-R-E-E. And it's uh, it's got like um, like a peppermint smell to it. And that, that eucalyptus does something to the scalp. It stimulates it. And sometimes it breaks up the dead skin cells, and if she doesn't brush her hair that much, she should try that, and another reason is because it's winter, and people have their heat higher, so it tends to... Yeah, dry skin, out. dry skin, you can make it itchy <laughs> all over. <laughs> yeah, she maybe could try one of those humidifiers in her bedroom, but I would try the tea tree. It's not going to hurt you, but it's got a, um, like I said, a mentholiptus um, smell to it, um, and I think Neutrogena makes one, so you can get it at CVS, Walmart, so what's the spelling? The for a, a tea tree shampoo. Like I said, it smells um, like oh. like peppermint, like medicine almost. Oh, okay. Tea tree shampoo. Yeah, it's um. Oh God, I think there's tar in it. It sounds awful, but I mean like there's tar, tar in it mm-hmm. to remove. Yeah. So, what do you think? Sound good? Well, listen, like, you're a you're a hair what are, you're a hairdresser. So what what is the um, Shampoo that you would recommend to some of the people that uh, you do their hair for? Oh, the same thing. Same thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, it's different if, like, one of my customers had, um, it almost looks like cradle cap. Do you know what that is? No. It's like a, like a crust over the head, and it's, if you tend to pick at it, if you're kind of hair, you mm-hmm. lose your hair from it. Oh, goodness. So I had one gentleman, um... It, he was starting to lose patches of his hair up front, and I said, "Oh, you got a, you got a dermatitis up there. You got something wrong. You know, like when you get athlete's feet, but it's sort of like on your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was gross." But um, and he went to the dermatologist, and he got some stuff for it. So if it's severe, she might need to do that. But you could try that first. I mean, if it does, it sound, kind of sounds like it's probably because it's winter, and she doesn't get out much, and she's in the house. Um, but mm-hmm. stimulating your scalp wouldn't hurt either, like giving it a good brushing before bed. Yeah, but that's going to feel real good because it's itchy and you're really going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, mm-hmm. go to town. And then um, another thing is don't don't use extremely hot water when you shampoo your head. Oh, there's a tip. I didn't know. <laughs> no no charge for the advice. <laughs> hey, it's great talking with you. Thank you for okay, that. Okay, you bet, Stu. Bye-bye. I use hot water. Okay. No wonder I'm losing so much hair in the front. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. And he does make house calls, and he's always on time. That's right. So uh, we'll get some calls, but call me back after the news because we want to take a little news break here, uh, and uh, that'll be coming up. 
And now, another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. It looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab your trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Looks like the weather's making a very nice comeback today. 39 degrees. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich, 94.5 W233DB. Looking forward to chatting with you after the news. Remember, all opinions are welcome. It's 11 o'clock. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. In what was a brief stopover on his way to a summit in Mexico City, President Biden paid a visit to the southern border over the weekend. Some Democrats, along with immigration advocates, are unhappy with the president's approach, and Republicans blame Mr. Biden for record numbers of migrants coming into the country. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy called the president's four-hour visit to El Paso a photo op. And Texas GOP Governor Abbott handed the president a letter upon his arrival that said border chaos was a direct result of the president's failure to enforce federal laws. White House correspondent Greg Clugston. Having ironed out their differences and electing California's Kevin McCarthy as speaker, House lawmakers get back to work today with Republicans now in the majority in the House. A dispute over pay and staffing prompting 7,000 nurses to strike two of New York City's larger hospitals. The walkout involves as many as 3,500 nurses at Montefiore in the Bronx and around 3,600 at Mount Sinai in Manhattan. The New York State Nurses Association says after bargaining late into the night, it was being forced to strike because of chronic understaffing that leaves them caring for too many patients. President Nancy Hagan spoke at a virtual news conference yesterday. Uh, Sticking point is safe patient care, safe nurse-to-patient ratio, safe staffing. The hospitals have been getting ready for a walkout by transferring patients, diverting ambulances, postponing non-emergency procedures, and arranging to bring in temporary staffing. Julie Walker, New York. Wall Street is following up on last week's rally with more gains today. So far, the benchmarks have been in positive territory this morning. Right now, the Dow up 244 points, the Nasdaq ahead 198, and the S&P is up 46 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. We're entering a time of increasing hostility against people of faith, a time when Christians are going to be tested on a moral and physical and financial basis, unlike any other time in our lifetime. I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author, evangelical leader, here to remind you that you have to take action to protect and steward what God has given you. For example, record high inflation is going to continue to eat away at the dollar, and the savings of your retirement account is in danger. Fortunately, God does provide a way to protect your retirement. I recommend diversifying your 401k or IRA out of paper and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. Now, to see how it works, just text the word FAITH to 989898. That'll give you access to a free info kit on gold IRAs. There are no strings attached, so text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 right now, and I pray your family is blessed with peace of mind because you took action. 
Officials at a school in Ukraine say the Russians aren't telling the truth about a supposedly deadly attack. Officials at the vocational school in Kramatorsk have dismissed claims hundreds of Ukrainian troops were killed in a missile strike there, saying a rocket merely blew out windows and damaged classrooms. Russia has specifically named the vocational school as the target, saying missiles did hit two temporary bases housing over 1,000 Ukrainian troops in the city, killing 600 of them last Saturday. The school's deputy director has scoffed at the claim of hitting a troop concentration. I'm Charles Duladesma. A UN conference has drummed up funds and other support to help Pakistan cope with the fallout of last summer's devastating flooding which the U.N. chief calls a climate disaster of monumental scale and killed more than 1,700 people. News and analysis, townhall.com. The Buffalo Bills win their first game since teammate DeMar Hamlin suffered cardiac arrest and collapsed on the field. On a day filled with emotion, the Buffalo Bills won the regular season finale against the New England Patriots 35-23. to Naeem Hines of Buffalo returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown and also get another kickoff return for a score. Bills quarterback Josh Allen says after seeing that opening play, he knew it would be their day. I can't remember a play that touched me like that and I don't think in my life. Buffalo finishes the season at 13 and 3 and now they are the second seed and will host the Miami Dolphins in the wild card round. Loss ends the season for the Patriots. They finish with an 8-9 record. Gene Battaglia, Orchard Park, New York. Political turmoil in Brazil boiling over in a display of rage by supporters of former President Bolsonaro. There have been hundreds of arrests. More on these stories townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Welcome back to our program, WICH AM and FM. My granddaughter Mallory has uh, been visiting. Talk about multi-talent. Can I brag about Mallory? For She's 28 years old now. Remember when she was born, she was much younger. She's 28 years old, and she is a musician. She is a writer. She is now a superb cook. And she fixes things. And she's an artist. Holy smokes. I mean, she has so many areas that she's good in. I don't know which one she wants to pursue more. But she did work for Home and Garden Magazine for a while and still writes articles for them. But man, amazing. She's doing good. And she's visiting and uh, getting to know her. It's been a long time since, you know, she hasn't been around much because she had uh, been away with her uh, Home and Gardens job. You know, it's really interesting because she wanted to get back to New England. And they said, well, you can work in New York. And of course, you know, New York is very much more expensive to live. But they weren't going to give her any more money, those cheapos, right? Sure, we can get you a job in New York. It's very expensive to live there. I've never lived there, but everybody that I know that's there or has lived there says, man... 
It's expensive to live there. So if you're going to get a place, maybe you need about six or seven roommates so you can foot that rental bill. All right, here's an update on our weather. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Mostly sunny this afternoon, up to 46. A mostly clear night tonight, down to 27. More sunshine tomorrow, tad cooler at 43. And then partly sunny on Wednesday with a high of 41. At your Channel 3, early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. And it's 40 degrees. If you want to call up and brag about your grandchildren, that's okay with me, too. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Brag about grandchildren? Sure, go ahead. I have two extremely talented, a five, five-year-old girl, Sarah, and a seven-year-old boy, Joey. Extremely bright and talented. So, um, and adorable. Okay. And adorable, too. My goodness, there's a combination. Right. But I was going to call about other children. Um, Did you you hear about the six-year-old who shot his teacher? Yes, she... uh, Yeah, for those that don't know the story, a six-year-old goes to school, has a gun, and shoots his teacher. Six years old. And then I read last night about a 12-year-old who shot and killed her nine-year-old brother. And, um, you know, what is wrong with our... Society that children are are killing. No, actually, I don't think she shot him. I, I think that one was an knife. She she, she um, stabbed him to death. She but, stabbed him. Oh, yeah. What is wrong in our society that oh my children God. are killing other children or or you know shooting adults? First of all, in the first in the first one with the parents, why in the world would they ever have a gun around where a six-year-old could bring it to school? I mean, I they should be arrested. Well, they probably will be. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. But then, uh, on the good news, to me, anyway, there was a um, student, now I can't remember which school she was at, but she was at um, a college, and she refused to kneel in honor of the Black Lives Matter promotion thingy. Yes, right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So she was the, her coach um, took her off of the team and she filed the lawsuit and just got $100,000. She won that lawsuit. Okay. Which I think is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, you have the free, you know, people have the choice to, they're kneeling and they don't stand up for the Star Spangled Banner, and uh, so she had a choice. She didn't want to uh, kneel for BLM. Right. So. Now, I mean, I'll tell you, it's still, every time I go by the cop, the community college in Norwich, and that Black Lives Matter sign is there, I get so frustrated. You know, it's, it's that's not... That's discriminatory to me, and that's a fascist organization, and we know they were taking that money and buying houses and paying themselves. Yeah, but maybe you, can, maybe you can separate the organization to just Black Lives Matter and not associate it with the group. I mean, that's... But if you were Martin Luther King, he wanted his children <clears throat> to be judged by the content of their character, of course, not and the it color of their skin. Should be All Lives Matter, of course. Of course. All lives matter. Mm-hmm. Every life matters, you know? And and then you get people... I mean, Kamala Harris 
and Meghan Markle, neither one of them looks like they are, you know, that they are women of color. They both look white. Um, yes, they are, you know, they, um, Megan has a black mother, um, and Kamala's father's from, from India, the mother's from India, father's from Jamaica. Mm-hmm. But neither one of them, they could both pass for white. But the minute anything is said negative about them, well, it's about race. It's about race. It is not about race. <laughs> it's about your personality, your content of your character. That's why I dislike Kamala Harris, and that's why I dislike Meghan Markle, you know? Um, and it's why I didn't, I mean, there were things, I remember when Barack Obama became president, and, you know, people were really happy, the first black president, and, you know, it was a really good thing, but then the more I heard as he was running for office, I was just like, I want this guy, you know, he wants to fundamentally change America. I thought America was doing pretty good, you know? I didn't, you know? So I disagreed with his with his um, thoughts and ideas. But if you said that out loud, you were called a racist. It's because you don't like him because he's black. No. No, that's political. A lot of it is... uh, Had to do with what he said. A lot of it is political propaganda. And, of course, there's always going to be a percentage of people who are racist. And, unfortunately, that's how it is. You know, there's a lot of talk in Boston now with swastikas going all over the place. There's always going to be ignorance, but uh, I think we're better, but, but I think the politicians have uh, separated people more. Yeah, I think that they have. Um, they have They have taken the Civil Rights Act, and they're destroying it um, by, by bringing up color. You should not see color. You should see the person, mm-hmm. not the color of their skin. All right, thank you. Appreciate the call. Hello, welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. This is for Sylvia. Oh, don't tell me you have a cure for itchy scalp. Oh, sure I do. <laughs> I went in my books, and I got the healing tower of vinegar. And anybody knows anything about pure vinegar that hasn't been filtered? This book, Patricia Bragg, you can buy Bragg vinegar, apple cider vinegar. And she's, she's a bragger. PhD. Now, mm-hmm. it says, don't, there's 157 remedies using apple cider vinegar, but one on dandruff, dry flakes, dry scalp, hardly alone. Um, it says, okay, uh, a massage a small amount of apple cider vinegar directly into the washed scalp. Leave on for up to one minute. Rinse and repeat daily, you know, until it's gone. And I did that because, yeah, in the winter, dry scalp, you know, that really, you know, it's bad. Now, it also is like relieve a rash. Just put, it even says jock itch and all kinds of stuff. You know, foot fungus. It's always apple cider vinegar in your water if you're doing your feet. But like rashes, just take a cotton ball, put it right on it. Ringworm. That one I learned from my mother because, you know, always another little kid around animals. Ringworm is a perfectly little round red circle, and I had one on my shoulder. And you just keep dabbing apple cider vinegar on it, pure, until it's gone. And there's one in here. 
stamp out shingles. Oh, no, you're kidding. Really? Her friend had it. Just douse it with apple cider vinegar. Now, I'm going to tell you one thing that was really true. My mother, yes, Mrs. Swamp Yankee Farmer, she, I came downstairs one day. I said, what are you doing? She said, I burned my arm. I said, with what? She said, I spilt my cup of, she was a tea drinker. So when her kettle boiled, it was hot, okay? Mm-hmm. Her whole arm was red up to the elbow, from the wrist to the elbow. And I said, you, you want to go to the do-? No. She was dousing her arm. She always kept a gallon of apple cider vinegar. Doused it, doused it, doused it. And you know what? No blistering, no brownness of the skin, and her skin came back 100% normal. I wouldn't, I mean, if you don't believe in it, don't do it. So do you, uh, did you ever taste uh, apple cider vinegar? I use apple cider vinegar all the time. They use it to lose weight. You put it uh, like a tablespoon in your water and drink it before a meal. I've tasted it. It's one of the worst things I've ever tasted. Oh, I love apple cider vinegar. You do? I'm using a fructus hair shampoo that's got apple in it, mm-hmm. and it's grow, it, it, it's grow strong. Or grow, it shows an apple on the front, and it's natural. My hair... It's as long as it was when I was bowling at 16. And it's still blonde. Apple cider vinegar is good for you. And that Dr. Jarvis book from, from Vermont from the 50s praised apple cider vinegar. So you're a natural blonde? You've always been blonde? Yeah. Yeah, oh. always. Oh, yeah. Mm. All the boys in the family, blonde hair, blue eyes. All of us. Oh, and yeah. the girl... And even my cousins, of course, they're Polish, all blonde, blue eyes. Yeah, natural. It's just natural. I was a, I was a blonde kid. Really? Not even close now. My mother <laughs> was white blonde when she. I see little pictures of her. White, white, white blonde. And my nephew was a white blonde. My son was a white blonde. One of them. Okay. But all, all the boys. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Listen, I got to run, but thank you for your tips. Okay. See, uh, check with your doctors, please. Vinegar, apple vinegar cider. Supposed to be good for a lot of things. I've heard that. But I've tried it. I've tasted it. And uh, it's a taste that you can't get out of your mind. However, some people can handle it better than me, I'm sure. Why wait when miles and miles of carpet and tile are right here in stock at the Floor Covering Shop, Eastern Connecticut's home of in-stock flooring. Been that way since 1963. Sales, installation, financing, and in-stock flooring. Miles of it at the Floor Covering Shop. Come see the Graff family. 385 Central Avenue in Norwich. Online at FloorCoveringShopInc.com and on Facebook. Wall to wall, we cover it all. We got miles and miles of carpet and tile. Do you need money for college? Are you interested in a career in broadcasting? If you're a Connecticut resident studying journalism, communications, sales, marketing, production, or broadcast engineering, you're eligible for a scholarship from the Connecticut Broadcasters Association. The deadline is March 15th. Go to ctba.org. Do you remember a guy we used to have on the show a lot? Dale, was it Dale Alexander? I know his first name was Dale. He was the cod liver guy. And he said that was that was it. You know, cod liver was so good for... I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't, but uh, I've never heard from him in a long, long time, but 
He had a book on how good cod liver is. And I figured it's got to be good because it doesn't taste very good. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Um, I have started uh, to take apple cider vinegar. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, <clears throat> on its own, it's very strong. But um, I get unsweetened apple juice, which I think is very sweet tasting. Oh, yes, yeah, very sweet. Mm-hmm. And I put my apple cider vinegar in the juice. And that makes the juice taste better, I think. Yeah, you dilute it, which is, that's a different thing, yeah. Right. Uh, listen, I've heard so many um, remarkable things that it that it's good for, uh, in addition to what, you know, Susan was talking about. And uh, maybe I should uh, try that, but dilute it with something, because uh, taking it alone was, uh, Yeah, I think man. it makes the, you know, I like the juice better <clears throat> with it in it, so you might try that. Well, that apple juice is so sweet, isn't it? Yeah. Amazing. And even, you know, no sugar added, I buy. I know, mm. I know. Hmm. So how long have you been fine. taking it? You've been taking I it a while? Once a day. Hmm? Once a day? Bye-bye. All right, see ya. Thanks. Oh, so many things. You know, some of them are... Uh, why isn't it things that taste really good supposed to be really good for you? Hmm? It's not fair. It's good for you, but you're going to do a double back flip when you try it. <laughs> Believe me, I've tried everything. But diluting it, that, uh, I guess that could be helpful, right? 89.5252 at WICH. We are at 40 degrees right now, and uh, we'd like to hear from you on any subject. Have any good remedies for us? WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Seen any bears around lately? A Connecticut family is letting a sleeping bear lie for now after discovering it hibernating under a backyard deck. So I guess it's hibernating for the winter? Vincent Skruchowicz of Plainfield, Plainville told a television station he was shocked to see the black bear looking back at him when he went to investigate why his dog was growling about a week ago. Since then, uh, he has taken the advice of the Department of Energy and Environmental Protection and let the bear be as long as it is not causing problems. I don't know. I would be uncomfortable there. An agency employee said that the animal would likely leave by the end of the month. He's been super chill. I've gone out to check on him a few times, and he hasn't even moved. The owner said he looked at me a few times, but he's pretty calm right now. Everybody be very quiet. They didn't want to wake him up, huh? Well, aren't they supposed to hibernate for the winter? So maybe in a month he'll be uh, taking off. 
How would you handle something like that? I don't know how good I would be with that, knowing that he was uh, my downstairs neighbor. Let's see what we've got in Dear Abby today. My husband is 38. I'm 36. We've been together for 13 years, married for 11. We never wanted children, although we have some pets. My problem is we've fallen into a parent-child relationship where I'm starting to feel like the child. He enables me to the point that if I'm the least bit distressed, i.e. like doing dishes and getting frustrated because there are a lot, he takes over what I'm doing. He even tucks me into bed and kisses me goodnight, turns off the light and closes the door. Because of our work schedules, we sleep at different times. I find this strange. I've mentioned it to him before, and it hurt his feelings. I love him dearly, but seeing him as my parent is starting to make it hard for me to love him as my husband. I have asked him to go to therapy, but he is unwilling. I am very blunt when it comes to saying things, and it generally triggers arguments. How can I tell him all of this bothers me without starting a huge fight? So what do you think, gals? Would you mind if your husband came in and tucked you in every night? And Hmm? Well, what does she say? It's interesting the way different people can view the same situation. From my perspective, you married a man who adores you and wants to help when he sees you are frustrated with something. Because you sleep separately, he comes into the bedroom to kiss you goodnight because he loves his wife. That this triggers a negative reaction surprises me. Many women, including me, would be thrilled. However, because his demonstrations of affection bother you, choose a time when you can have a calm discussion and explain to him how these gestures affect you. It also might be worth your while to schedule a session or two with a licensed psychotherapist to give you insight about why you react so negatively towards your husband's loving gestures that you would write me about it. Hmm. That's a different letter. I've never seen a letter like that one, huh? Comes in the bedroom, tucks her in. She's frustrated with the dishes. He does the dishes. You know, they're saying that in the dating years, the girls like... Uh, like the uh, the bad boys more. And as you get lo- older, you like the good boys more. Remember that? The bad boys. 889-5252 is our number. A listener brought this up earlier, but in case you didn't hear this horrific story, a Virginia teacher who authorities say was shot by a six-year-old student is known as a hard-working educator who is devoted to her students and enthusiastic about the profession that runs in her family. According to fellow teachers and city officials, John Ellie III, a former member of the Newport News School Board, identified the first-grade teacher as Abby Zwerner, 25. She was shot Friday at Redneck Elementary School. Shortly after the shooting, police said Zwerner had life-threatening injuries, but she has improved, thank God, and was listed in stable condition at a local hospital. Ely and her other city officials met with teachers and the principal at the school Friday and later went to the hospital where they met with members of Zwerner's family, including several aunts who also are teachers. The family was all educators and said that 
She was excited about doing the job. Ely, who was recently elected to the Newport City News Council. The custodians and other teachers spoke about how she's a good teammate, she's a team player, she loves her children, she's just an all-around good teacher. Cindy Hurst said that her granddaughter, eight, is still rattled by the shooting. She was in Zwerner's class last year and told her grandmother she is a great teacher. I just hate that this happened. Hurst told the uh, Virginian pilot, but life as we know it may not ever be the same. Swinner attended James Madison University, graduating in 2019 with a bachelor's degree in interdisciplinary liberal studies and minors in elementary education. How did this happen? Hmm? They're certainly investigating it. The boy shot and wounded the teacher with a handgun in a first-grade classroom. Six years old. Welcome to the program. Did you happen to say that was Redneck Elementary School? I think I did. I think maybe Redneck? That's, yeah, that's probably the name of it. Did I say that? Yeah. Um, yeah, Redneck Elementary School. Yep, that's the name of it. It's an odd name. I get it. I understand that. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, unless it's for a guy named Arnold Redneck. <laughs> Redneck. Redneck Elementary and School. And people make fun of rednecks all the time. Hey. Uh, what the heck are they naming a the school that for? I, we'd have to ask somebody from the school. <laughs> and they, and they, they retire names like the Indians, the Chiefs. Yeah, that haven't gotten around to that yet. The Rednecks. <laughs> You know when I when I said I'm sorry, it, the whole the whole thing is so absurd. Anyway, a, a six year old, six year old with a gun, loaded, and it was intentional. Yes, this kid knew what he was doing. People <laughs> love the teacher. It's not like she was. And it was a redneck elementary school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you can't make this stuff no. up. I read it in the paper this morning. I'm so <laughs> glad that she has a chance to become oh, better. Who I'm knows? I'm so glad she. I'm so glad she'll be fine. So what are you going to do with a six-year-old kid that does that? <laughs> uh, obviously, you got to get him you for some mental health. you got a family there. <laughs> yeah, there's so much more to that story, how they even had a gun that was available to him. I'm sorry, because him. I'm sounding like a jerk for saying such a thing. No, it's you an know, odd name. But, I mean, redneck. Come on. <laughs> Slot stickers in Boston. Redneck Elementary mm-hmm. School. Yeah. What the poop. I don't know, but I'd like to know the history of that. But. And could could you, if you, if you, ha- I know you've got it someplace, this song, uh, Joni Mitchell, The River. If you could play that at the noontime. I'd love to find it. I think I looked for that one time, but. Yeah, I know you've got it someplace, but you have a hard time locating it. Mm. And I really need to hear that. Because that be is on, so haunting. Got to be on one of her albums. Uh, and after Redneck, oh my God, Redneck, oh, Kidoki. Okay. <laughs> uh, I probably had something else to say, but I don't know. That one cracked me up when you said that. Because it finally entered my brain pan. And when I said Redneck. Redneck. School, I just. A six-year-old. And where is this now? I forgot. Okay, in uh, Richmond, Virginia. Oh, uh, that's what I thought. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if anybody else finds that somehow amusing, and by the way, my grandmother used to burn her uh, poison ivy off. 
Burn it off? Yeah, she'd hold it over the gas stove and burn it. She'd get it on her arms all the time because she was always gardening. Did that, did that help her? Yeah. Sure. Yep, and she she did a seasonal burn every year on her uh, lawn. The worst case of poison ivy I ever saw when uh, my friend Johnny burned poison ivy in the backyard. That's really bad. And he got the worst case I've ever seen. Uh, no, I've had... So I don't ever I, do that. I might have had it a little worse, but, no. uh, yeah, it's terrible. I haven't had it in many years. Crossed my heart. Well, I don't, I don't recommend burning it off. And may, may I just... Just in pa- in pa- <laughs> yes. I'm a good one for pun words today. Mm-hmm. In passing, may I may I ask any of the audience that has ever used the Cola Guard stuff? Oh, because I yeah I got a box. Um, I did. I sent it away. Did, did you have that? Did yep. you do that? We did it. Oh, how did how'd it go? <laughs> Actually, they were uh, suspicious of something, and then I went and got a colonoscopy, and uh, they said that the box was correct, but what they found was not, at that time, thank God, cancerous. Right. But uh, they say it's very accurate. Yeah. Oh, oh that's good. Okay. And a lot of people are doing that instead of a colonoscopy. You know, the colonoscopy is really nothing. It's just the preparation. Well, the preparation is correct. It's, it's, yeah. I don't mind the the having the scours, mm-hmm. but having to drink all of that stuff within a very limited time frame yeah. is exhausting. I'm not a cactus. Well, it it has a good point in uh, cleaning out your system. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. And it, yes, most definitely. But I am familiar with it, and um, <laughs> you want to, may want to try that. No, no. Okay. Now you definitely have to find Joni Mitchell's The River. Oh, The River. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's not what The River's about, is it? No. no. Okay. It's very beautiful and haunting. Oh, I want to find it. Thank you. Yes. Bye. Bye-bye. Hello. Welcome to the program. Thanks for holding. Hi there. Good morning to you, Father Stone. Hey, Boston Benny. What's up, buddy? Well, there's so much going on in our country, Stowe. Yep. Uh, I heard you mention some incidents occurring in Boston, and I find that very disturbing. Of course. But it's not just Boston, of course. There's always a kook here and there that does that stuff. Yeah, it's going on in different parts of our country. In New York, they had a situation with one of the Catholic churches over the weekend. Oh, yeah. Vandalizing. But uh, I also heard you read, uh, I believe, from a Dear Abby letter. It was an odd letter, yes. And it prompted me to call you because Mm -hmm. you said that the couple who was to deal with their relationship uh, that uh, one of them was treating the other one like a, a child. Well, the wife thought it was a child. I mean, I, I agree with Abby that it just seems like she has a loving husband. That's all. <laughs> you can never can tell when you, you know, by a letter. But at the same time, what called, prompted me to call was when you said something about they were going to possibly seek if they didn't seek uh Counseling or therapy, mm-hmm. and that that made me think of something that I've had thoughts about for quite a while, for for years, and that is, you know, there's there's, there's so much like happening in our country, so much to deal with. 
I, I believe that our country could use a group therapy sessions to deal with our social issues. It's, it's something that our country has been resisting for some time. I think they should look at it again. A group therapy system? Well, they should have a meet yeah, in each I town. I was group therapy uh, at one point mm-hmm. uh, when I arrived here in Norwich. Uh, There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. On. Sure. But when it came to social issues in the group therapy, it was like, you know, it was almost like it was a no-no. You know, we're not talking we about We don't want to talk about issues. that. Huh. And now the social issues have gotten worse. And they're affecting people, particularly the violence. So that's all I have to say. All I, right. Your show is very therapeutic, by the <laughs> well, way. I hope so, Boston Benny. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Talk to you later. Hello. Welcome to the program. Yeah, hi, Stu. I, I like to talk about that, that football player that got hurt. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, that's more than enough coverage. It, it was a work-related injury. And, I mean, that that's all you see. And then next thing you know, there'll be some group wanting him to run for president. I mean... Enough is enough, you know. And then this poor teacher that that got shot mm-hmm. down in Virginia, uh, she's struggling. I mean, I, I guess she's probably out of the woods. Well, she's still pretty critical, but she is definitely improving. Okay, good. And then, uh, like in a New London Day, one little piece in the paper about that, and, and his football player uh, on every station. All this and and then all, all the I mean it's just just way too much. It, it's a work related injury. I hope he does okay. But I mean, uh, two days after it happened, they should have just that's enough. You know, I mean, no more of that. Well, it, it's just way way too much. All, all these uh, I don't right. know. Listen, you know? it caught everybody's attention. It was a very rare thing that happened during the football game. And yeah, I no mm-hmm. I. I I, I, I get that, but come on. I mean, uh, just dragging on and dragging on and dragging on. And, and and just like when that Michael Jackson passed away, Bill O'Reilly says, you remember Bill O'Reilly on Fox? Yes, I do. He says, I'm, I'm not saying this on my show because it's enough, and it's just dragging on too much. So I'm, I'm not going to even mention nothing on my show. And, and I mean... You know, you can only carry on something. And then, like I said, it's a work-related injury. If, if uh, and, and that lady down in Virginia, I mean, probably no coverage at all. You know, it, it's, uh, it's just screwed up, that's all, And in, in, in my opinion. Okay, well, thanks for sharing your opinion with us. Appreciate it. Okay, mm-hmm. bye-bye. Well, it just caught everybody's attention, and he was a 24-year-old man, and... Uh, you know, we're glad he's doing better. It's just uh, an interesting story. I'm sure there may be a movie about it, but how his life was saved and everybody came together, people of all races and color, it was, uh, was a big story. But then there are other th- tragic things that happen a lot, but this one, of course, millions of people were watching that game. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. Um, I want to thank Susan for all her um she's similar to me i i i would say that i take vitamins natural remedies and whatnot so i uh listen to her she does her research and um apple cider vinegar i like vinegar it's almost like it 
it is a cleaning agent, and I cook with it. It's um, when I'm cooking chicken or whatever apple cider vinegar. It's sweet. It's tender. The meat falls off the bone. Um, it's so useful in so many things. So all that uh, natural remedies and. When she talks about the power of prayer, it works. So those, and I heard somebody earlier that said, uh, thank God for this football player who is recovering about prayer. But yet, that person said that um, she didn't believe in all that or whatever, but the power of uh, prayer is so strong, and we got to come together and just pray. I do every day. Um, the other thing I wanted to say was it's good to hear from uh, Boston Ben. Yeah, Boston and I Benny. He's doing well. Yeah, I heard him. Okay. No, the other thing, and lastly politics uh, this um, voting thing uh, to get the House Speaker there I wanted to say um, it needs a new load of laundry in Washington that's my comment All right, thank you well, the dirty laundry hello welcome to the program you're on the air morning Stu morning Saturday, I took a ride through Norwich. Yes, sir. I went by the Y. Nothing's happening. Yeah, that's too bad. The, uh, mm -hmm. the uh, Elks, nothing's happening. Reuse, nothing's happening. Dunkin' Donuts, nothing. Flatiron Building, nothing. The Marina, nothing. The only thing that's going on is the Cannon Bridge of Lafayette Street. They've been working on that. And they're putting a uh, car wash in the corner of Northern Turnpike. Mm-hmm. That we're, we're putting four new schools in. I voted for that, so our taxes are going to go up. Now they got this this uh, new park work park they want to put in. They got to build roads to it. They got to build exit and entrance to 395. They got to put all the utilities in there. And I'm wondering who's going to pay for that. I wish you'd get the mayor on. The well, mayor's always question. welcome to come on the program. Maybe he's listening now. I hope he is, because... Last time I said he said all these things were getting done. Nothing's getting done, and I, I'm wondering about how high our taxes are going to go to get. They got to build roads off Canterbury Turnpike to get into this thing. Build all new roads in there. Bring all the utilities in, and they got to bring an exit and an entrance off 395 before they can even use that place. Who's going to pay for that? All right, sir. I. Certainly, we'll look into it. Hopefully, uh, Mayor hasn't been on in a while. We can talk it yeah, over with him. Yeah, come on and explain that. Okay, sir. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. Shh. We haven't heard anything about the rotary. I think it may not happen. Yes, that's the word. Okay. WICH with Stu, WICH AM and FM. It's 1142, you know, noon to one. We have our lunchtime oldie break. The Connecticut Department of Administrative Services is hiring for health care and direct support. Visit ct.gov slash ctstatejobs at ct.gov slash ctstatejobs for more information. 
Blast through winter storms with a Husqvarna snowthrower from KH Equipment in Plainfield. Husqvarna snowthrowers are built to withstand the demands of harsh New England winters with power and durability, innovative features, smart start, and Husqvarna's 10-year limited warranty for years of trouble-free snow removal. KH Equipment in Plainfield is your storm center headquarters to buy, rent, and repair. Plus salt, treated salt, and sand salt mix. KH is open every day, but when a storm hits, they stay open around the clock, quickly repairing plows and sanders to get you back on the road and plowing again. WICH weather from meteorologist Scott Haney in the Channel 3 Early Warning Forecast Center. We have cloudy. Could get sunny today. High 46. Right now it's 40. Tonight mostly clear 27. Tuesday mostly sunny 43. And Wednesday partly sunny and 41. That's good. For this time of year, it's very good. Once again, our temp is 40 degrees. Coming up to uh, 11.44, if you'd like to, uh, this segment of our program, call up with any swap and sell items, you're welcome to do so. Also, anything else that's on your mind. There's a lot of strange stories, always strange stories that come in. A new survey by Governor by .gov reveals that only 35% of people are interested in reading Prince Harry's new memoir. 35% only. I have no interest in that. I mean, come on. You don't want to be involved with the king and the queen, then don't. Take your title away. Go take your millions and have a wonderful life. Hmm? And uh, this is not good news. Uh, Kellogg's has no plans to discontinue. Oh, it's going to be making their corn pops. There was a rumor that they were going to get rid of their corn pops, but they're still tops. And they say they have not discontinued corn pops. Because there was a, it was going around. They were getting rid of corn pops. And boy, there it is. I feel so much better. Mm-hmm. Southwest Airlines is expected to lose $825 million from their holiday flight cancellations between Christmas Eve and New Year's. So, the top movie this past weekend is Avatar, The Way of Water, took in $45 million. M3 GAN, I have no idea what that is all about, was number two. <laughs> it says the film cost $12 million to produce. Deadline Hollywood says a sequel to the film is already in the works. It's called M3 GAN, and it was $30 million they took in. So they're ahead of the game. So you don't have to spend a lot of money, although I think $12 million is a lot of money, but in the world of moviedom, it's uh, very inexpensive. And then, uh, I don't know if you ever read the, mov- the book A Man Called Otto, it was a pretty good book. I read that book, and now it is a movie. That's number four. Black Panther, number uh, five. There's a Whitney Houston movie, I Want to Dance with Somebody. It's about the life of Whitney Houston. My sister saw it. She said it was terrific. Then number seven was The Whale. See it before it's extinct. 1.5 million. Babylon was number eight. Violent Night was number nine. And The Menu was number 10. Hmm. I still like going to the movies. I know you can get so many things on television, but uh, I still like going to the movies. 
It just brings back pretty good memories, as long as the seats are comfortable. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Most people are unaware of the dangers of buying medication online. I'll be back with some info about this important issue. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. According to the World Health Organization, 50% of medicines sold online by websites that hide their physical address are counterfeit. There are hundreds of stories about patients being harmed by medication purchased online, as there are few specific online pharmacy laws. As certain drugs become more expensive and some patients take on more of the cost burden, some people have even gone online to buy life-saving drugs such as cancer medications. Just be aware and do your research. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a HealthMart pharmacy. We're here for your health. It's kind of scary about, uh, you know, getting it online. I don't do that. I prefer to uh, go to the pharmacists. Yeah, okay. Everything online, online, online. It's 1148 WICHAM and FM. Stu Breyer with you. I remember the first movie I went to my mother, with my mother to see. And it was not a good one. It was not a fun movie. It was called The Rose Tattoo. Kind of freaked me out a little bit. And then, of course, we went to the movies just for kids with uh, 62 cartoons and two double features. Mom would drop us off about 9 and uh, pick us up about midnight. Phew. And the ushers, you couldn't mess around in the movies because they had that flashlight. Phew. They would stick that flashlight right in your eye. Oh, humana, 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 humana. So you had to behave yourself. Remember the outfits the ushers wore? Yeah. Did you ever go to a movie and you want to hear and there's somebody that's very loud and you don't want to get into an altercation and... Well, one time we were at the movies, and a couple of drunk guys came in. You can imagine what that was like. But people were very reluctant because they didn't want to get into a fight. And finally, a few people got the message across. But that's amazing how some people just um, don't care. Talk loud in the movies. You know, wait till uh, you get out of the theater instead of uh, having long conversations, particularly when it's so difficult to hear. Sometimes it's difficult to hear if it has an accent, the language has an accent and things like that, right? So how do you handle it when somebody is uh, rude in the movie theater? Because we don't have ushers anymore. And we don't have balconies. I went used to go to a theater. It was called the Oriental Theater in Mattapan, Massachusetts. And you walk in and there were stars in the ceiling. It was terrific. It was really uh, quite an experience. Stars in the ceiling. 
the Oriental Theater. I still remember the name of that theater. Anyway, uh, the uh, I'm going to, you know, play something for you, but I want to take this call. Welcome to the program. Morning, Mr. Stu. Hi, Larry. What's up? Nothing. My back's bothering me. Oh man, that again, huh? <clears throat> what kicks it off? Anything? Well, who knows? Probably the weather. Oh, it could be the weather, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I take one day at a time, that's all. Yeah. Uh, you know what I called you for is um, uh, justice was served over the weekend in Texas. <clears throat> Boy, what a good video that was, uh, that, that punk coming in there and robbing all those people trying to eat a decent meal at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And the guy was sitting there, and he had enough. Uh, after that guy stole all the people's wallets and cash and stuff, he's on his way out the door, and a guy pulls out his gun and blows him away. Well, I hope the guy doesn't get in trouble. Why should he get in trouble? Well, you Why know. Is the district attorney, or those people <clears throat> even harassing him? He's got to hire a, a, an attorney to tell, tell a district attorney he has no plans of talking to him? Well, he's going to get in trouble because uh, his life was not threatened, and that's supposed to be... Oh, his life was, oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Your life does not have to be threatened to, 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 to shoot. He was robbed. No, I get you. The guy pointed a gun right at his face. Listen, I, I hope you saw the video. No, I didn't see the video. No, I did not. No. Well, you got to see the video still. This guy, no, the gun wasn't even real. But if you if you look at the the, the weapon, it looks real when he this guy was doing what he was doing. Sure. How and do you he know? He pointed the thing right at the guy's face, within five feet away from him, mm-hmm. and demanded his money, demanded his wallet, his watch, everything. Demanded everything. And then he did it to another person sitting in a booth, and another person, and another person. So this guy's life was threatened. Your life is threatened when somebody puts a gun in your face and demands money. Okay? And the guy blew him away. But you know as well as I do, Larry, the guy that blew him away is uh, going to go through a lot of uh, court situations, and uh, who knows how it'll end. not going through any court situation, because they're not going to arrest him. <clears throat> okay, good. Number one, the guy had the gun... Uh, legally, mm-hmm. um, he had the right to carry it, and, and, and everything. He obeyed every law. So uh, I don't want the district attorney or anybody else harassing this guy for uh, 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 doing what he. I don't want him to do. Right. I don't want him to do it either. But I, I, uh, I know he's going to get harassed. I told you a long time ago. Sooner or later. The people aren't going to put up with this garbage anymore. Mm-hmm. Can't even go out to a, 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 a dinner with your family uh, without having a gun pointed in your face. And I told you a long time ago that people aren't going to put up with this anymore. That sooner or later, they're going to take business into their own hands. Okay? And now this is what this is coming to. They're going to start taking business in their own hands. They're not putting up with this anymore. Well, I have no sympathy for the guy, obviously. And I uh, hear more and more of those stories where people are protecting themselves. So I'm surprised you didn't see the video yet. I mean, no, I did not see that TV. video. Huh? Didn't see it, no. Oh, you got to see the video to, to know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I, I'm surprised you didn't see I it I would yet. like to know what uh, the prior record of uh, this individual that was shot. I wonder how many times he was arrested. I'm sure that might come out today. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But, but anyways, that, that was my thing that I wanted okay. to talk about. Um, I hope you feel better today. 
Okay, thanks, Joe. All right, Larry. Amazing, huh? Totally amazing. They don't know it's a they don't know it's not a real gun. Can you imagine the stress that those people went through? Maybe they'll never get over the emotional situation of that. Speaking of emotional, we were talking about movies. Um, I don't like to go to sad movies. If I want sad, I'll read the paper or talk shows or whatever. Because I like movies with happy endings. Do they have many movies with happy endings anymore? I don't know. See Popeye cartoons, you'll be better off. So, um, sad movies make me cry. 
especially when the uh, candy bars are $19. And did you ever get a large popcorn? It takes up the whole row. Of course, it costs a lot of money. Several friends have to pitch in. And I think there should be a law against anybody who goes to a movie and leaves gum. You know, their gum around the seat. It should be an automatic one year in prison. All right, well, maybe they could do some work or something. That was always a disgusting thing in the movie theaters. However, that's just a little movie madness on my part. Thanks for being with us uh, the first half of the program. We're going to get into uh, unupdated news. And then lunchtime oldies. Mmm, in the mood for a terrific time on the lunchtime oldies. Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310. And we're on FM now, too. Check us out at 94.5 W233DB. Met a gentleman the other day listening to us in East Hartford. Thanks for tuning in. Right now it's noon. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. House Republicans are deciding if they can support the House Rules Package to be voted on today. Bernie Bennett has more. At least two moderate Republicans expressed their reservations about supporting the Rules Package, citing what they described as secret deals and the disproportionate power potentially being handed out to a group of 20 conservatives. South Carolina Republican Nancy Mace said she's currently on the fence about the proposed rules. Texas Republican Tony Gonzalez said he was an outright no against the rules package, decrying an insurgency caucus that he said would cut defense spending and push extremist legislation such as on immigration. Ohio Republican Jim Jordan defended the concession Speaker McCarthy made and said that he believes that the rules package will get enough Republican support to pass. Bernie Bennett, Washington. Also at townhall.com, another series of storms in California this week could raise the potential for rising rivers, flooding, and mudslides. The state was hit with more turbulent weather on Sunday as thunderstorms, snow, and damaging winds swept into the northern part of the state. The National Weather Service warns of a relentless parade of atmospheric rivers, storms capable of dropping staggering amounts of rain and snow. In Sacramento, more than 350,000 homes and businesses initially lost power when wind gusts knocked trees into power lines. Governor Gavin Newsom says at least 12 people have died as a result of violent weather during the past 10 days. I'm Donna Water. Hundreds of striking nurses waving signs outside two large New York City hospitals. Walkouts after a deal was not reached in disputes over pay and staffing levels. The strike involving as many as 3,500 nurses at Montefiore and about 3,600 at Mount Sinai. The Dow ahead 257 points and the S&P 500 up 50. More at townhall.com. That your dollar doesn't go as far as it used to. At Key City Capital, we know that as well and would like you to know about investments we believe can make sense in an inflationary environment. For more details, check us out at keycitycapital.com. Key City offers passive investments in cash flowing real estate that can help offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. When prices rise, more couples and families further delay home ownership. Key City Capital owns thousands of rental units with attractive prospects for income and appreciation. 
appreciation as more and more renters apply to live in their communities. Let the team at Key City Capital grow your wealth and diversify your investment portfolio. Connect with them today at keycitycapital.com or call 817-912-1569, 817-912-1569. Again, that's keycitycapital.com or call 817-912-1569, 817-912-1569. On the international front, Brazilian authorities picking up pieces and investigating after thousands of ex-President Jair Bolsonaro supporters stormed Congress, the Supreme Court, and Presidential Palace, then trashed the nation's highest seats of power. Charles de Ledesma picks up the story. After climbing on the roofs of the three key institutions of state, the protesters bypassed security barricades, rampaging through halls and leaving interiors in ruins. Bolsonaro's followers have refused to accept his election defeat to Lula da Silva, who was inaugurated on January the 1st. Lula says the storming is unprecedented in the country and has called the demonstrators fascist fanatics. I'm Charles de Ledesma. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. The Detroit Lions have ended the Green Bay Packers season. The Detroit Lions eliminated an hour before kickoff. Eliminated the Green Bay Packers from the playoffs with a 20-16 victory at Lambeau Field in the regular season finale. Former Packer Jamal Williams scored twice in the second half as Detroit gets to 9-8, and eight, their first winning season in five years. This after Dan Campbell's club was 1-6. Listen, that was a good win. Uh, it was a great win. They were ready for this game. You know, they wanted to prove something, and they did that. And this team has just hung in there all year long. I said it's a special group, and the hard part of this is that it's over. Aaron Rodgers very contemplative about retirement as his 18th season with Green Bay finishes 8-9 with a third straight exit at home. Mark Daniels, Green Bay. Tonight, the college football playoff championship, the third-ranked Horned Frogs of TCU face number one, Georgia, at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California, for the CFP title. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The 50s, the 60s, and the 70s, they're all back again on Stu's Lunchtime Oldies from WICH AM 1310. Hey, you! Come out here on the floor! Let's rock some more! Come out of here on the floor! Honey, let's rock some more, yeah! But when you get out here, you have no fear. Put your hands on your hip and let your backbone slip and work out. Ah, my mama moved up. First step. Honey, move back. Second step. Shuffle to the left. Third step. Wobble to the right. Fourth step. Now it's plain to see you put a hurting on me, but it's a natural fact. Huh. I like it like that, so work out.
we're moving in, we're moving out. Make we'll step back now and in the stands with a shout, so work out. Now when I tell you to shout, I want you to jump at it. Yeah, baby, let's shout. Shout, baby, shout. That's my exercise for the year. Thank you, Jackie Wilson. It's my kind of workout, a baby workout. All right, seven afternoon. We're just going to have so much fun mixing up the memories for you. So don't say goodbye. Here's the Jackson 5, one of their early hits. I think they recorded this about seven in the morning.
He was just a little guy when he sang that song. Who would have believed what developed after that? That is Michael Jackson, the lead singer of the Jackson 5, and never can say goodbye. Hello. It's our lunchtime oldies. Here's a guy that uh, can say goodbye. Mr. James Darren. Takes a hundred years. Oh, step right up and take a look at a fool. He has got a heart as stubborn as a mule. Come on, everybody, he's good for a laugh. And no one could tell his heart is broken in half. Well, the joke's on me. I'm off to join the circus. Oh, Mr. Barnum, save a place for me. too many circuses around to join but in those days in 1961 uh, he was leaving for the circus say goodbye to love no one ever cared if I should leave or die time and time again the chance for love has passed me by and all I know of love is how to live with that it I just can't seem to find it So I've made my mind up I must live my life alone And though it's not the easy way I guess I've always known I'd say goodbye to love There are no tomorrows for this heart of mine Surely time will lose these bitter memories Day. 
play one more goodbye song and then we'll say hello Uh, this is the one that uh, was sung by Mary Hopkins when she was on the Beatles label called Apple Records John Lennon and Paul McCartney wrote this song for her and it's called Yes, you guessed it it's called Goodbye here's Mary Hopkins, W-I-C-H with Stu
Little Mary Hopkins, she was 18 years old when she recorded that song, and uh, I don't know where she is now, but goodbye. Sometimes we get a little confused whether we should say goodbye or hello, and here's one of the confusing songs by the Beatles. Whichever you prefer, I think I like hello better. relationship that uh, wasn't going to work out. I have an interesting novelty song. This was uh, many, many years ago when Cher went under the name of Bonnie Joe Mason. So here is Cher with the name of Bonnie Joe Mason. This came out when the Beatles first came to this country and everybody was wild about all the individual Beatles. It's called Ringo, I Love You.
understand why she used a different name, Bonnie Jo Mason, in that. It was not a hit, and that was before they became stars in 1965, but that was from 1964, the first solo recording by Cher of another name. All right, WICH weather, here it is, getting better. Sunshine today, temperatures about 46, clear tonight, 27, and Tuesday, mostly sunny. High 43, Wednesday partly sunny and 41. Currently, we'll take it. It's 42 degrees. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. The Connecticut Department of Administrative Services is hiring for health care and direct support. Visit ct.gov slash ctstatejobs at ct.gov slash ctstatejobs for more information. Swamp Yankee, that's a term that means a lot of things. To some, it's a hick or a redneck. We prefer something along the lines of salt of the earth. To us, they represent those who are good with tools or fast thinkers, aren't easily lured by shiny modern stuff, and have possibly eaten a possum or two. At Swamp Yankee Arms, they sell firearms to those who wear the term proudly. Whether for hunting, protection, or just peace of mind, Swamp Yankee Arms, 89D North Main Street, Jewett City. Mr. Paul Anka on stage number three. He does a great interpretation of Good Night, My Love. Never get a chance to see Paul in person. He puts on a marvelous show, but you're not surprised at that, are you? Good night, my love.
good night, my love. Pleasant dreams and a sleep. Sleep tight, my love. May tomorrow be sunny and bright and bring you closer to me. sleep tight. I get that. I guess you really tighten up the blankets and the sheets. I don't know. Anyway, that's Paul Anka. Does a nice job with that 50s song. Well, isn't timing so important? You know, you meet people timing. You you win the, the Powerball. It's good timing. <laughs> you have a lot of good times after that. Here's a song about good timing. Jimmy Jones. expression uh, sleep tight came a long time ago and we had ropes I think in the bed not in the bed but tighten things up when you went to bed I know it's you probably didn't have those growing up but kind of makes sense 
So he kept the phrase, sleep tight. I never liked when they said, don't let the bed bugs bite. When it comes to insurance, we hold your hand throughout the process. Well, sort of. Riders Farmers Insurance Agency. Auto, home, life, recreational, and business. Chris and Beth bring years of experience and solid philosophy to help you choose the right coverage. Call Beth and Chris for a no-obligation quote and review of your coverage at 860-269-7779. Salem Turnpike next to Joanne Fabrics in Norwich. Riders Farmers Blast Insurance Agency. winter storms with we the Husqvarna Snowthrower from K&H Equipment in Plainfield. Husqvarna Snowthrowers are built to withstand the demands of harsh New England winters with power and durability, innovative features, smart start, and Husqvarna's 10-year limited warranty for years of trouble-free snow removal. K&H Equipment in Plainfield is your storm center headquarters to buy, rent, and repair. Plus salt, treated salt, and sand salt mix. K&H is open every day, but when a storm hits, they stay open around the clock, quickly repairing plows and sanders to get you back on the road and plowing again. Perry Como, one of the most familiar singers for many of you out there, and uh, he was just a delightful person. People that knew him said just as nice when he was in person as uh, when you met him in the neighborhood. That's the kind of guy he was. He had about 50 hits. This was his biggest selling recording for Perry Como. It's called Round and Round. Find a wheel and it goes round, round, round As it skims along with a happy sound As it goes along the ground, ground, ground Till it leads you to the one you love Then your love will hold you round, round, round In your heart's a song with a brand new sound And your head Go spinning round, round, round Cause you found what you've been dreaming of In the night you see the oval moon Going round and round in tune And the ball of sun in the day Makes a girl and boy wanna say Find the ring, find the ring And put it round, round, round And with ties so strong The two hearts are bound, put it on The one you found, found, found For you know that this is really love Find a weed And it goes round, round, round As it skims along With a happy sound as it goes Along the ground, ground, ground Till it leads you to the one you love Then your love You hold around, round, round In your heart's a song With a brand new sound And your head Go spinning round, round, round Cause you found what you've been dreaming of In the night you see the over moon a girl and boy wanna say find the ring and put it round 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 and with ties so strong your two hearts are bound put it on the one you found 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 for you know that this is real love find the ring put it on for you know that this is real love real love Really love.
a number one hit for Perry Como. His biggest selling recording. Round and round. You know, sometimes you, you really uh, admire a celebrity, but you don't know what they're like in real life. We have our own little impressions in our minds. But with Perry Como, he was the real deal. He almost seemed like a little shy guy, but he could sing beautifully. And once in a while, he would get into a song that was uh, rather peppy, <laughs> like Papa Loves Mambo and songs like that. And uh, we always had every Perry Como song growing up. Tons of them. My goodness. And that's uh, one of them by Mr. Uh, C. Perry Como. Anybody having uh, peanut butter for lunch today? I like Skippy's. I like Skippy's peanut butter the best, I think. That's huh? called peanut butter. They had one hit, and then they were stuck. The marathons, and the song was called Peanut Butter. Peanut Butter. Good old peanut butter and jelly sandwiches we used to bring for our school lunches, huh? Everybody wanted to trade with me. Here's Ricky. I will gather stars out of the blue for you yes baby for you I'll make a string of pearls out of the dew for you yes baby for you over the Oh, well, there's nothing. 
Lunchtime Oldies Break, only on WICH AM 
Loggins, uh, Footloose from the movie of the same name, Footloose, and now it's a Broadway show of Footloose, similar to the movie, but, you know, a little more elaborate there. And uh, Kenny Loggins with Big Hit. Were you dancing? All right. There's not too many uh, songs about the foot. I don't know. There's just not a lot of foot songs, so here's the other one. Get on your feet You make me nervous when you're in your seat Take off your shoes and pat your feet We're doing a dance that can't be beat We barefootin' We barefootin' We barefootin' We barefootin' Went to a party the other night Long tall Sally was out of sight Threw away a wig and a high sneakers too She was doing a dance without any shoes She was barefootin' She was barefootin' She was barefootin' She was barefootin' Hey little girl with your red dress on I bet you can barefoot all night long Take off your shoes and throw them away. Come back and get them another day. We barefootin'. We barefootin'. We barefootin'. We barefootin'. Everybody get barefooted. Take off your shoes. John Henry, he said to Sue, if I barefoot, would you barefoot too? Sue told John, I stole your stool. I was barefooting ever since I was two. They was barefooting. They was barefooting. They was barefooting. We barefooting. We barefooting. We barefooting. Watch out for splinters. Okay, all right, be careful. That's Robert Parker. Let's do his lunchtime break, mixing him up a little bit different. Hank Williams was such a popular country artist way back when. And he wrote so many beautiful songs that some of the uh, other singers wanted to sing some of his songs as well. They said, hey, you know, this is a big country hit, but why don't we put it on our side of the musical fence? So they started recording Hank Williams songs like Jambalaya and Hey Good Looking. Tony Bennett did a beautiful job with this song written by Hank Williams called Cold, Cold Heart. (laughs) 
Took it from the country to the city. Sounded nice. I tried so hard, my dear, to show that you're my every dream. Yet you're afraid each thing I do is just some evil scheme. A memory from your lonesome past keeps us so far apart. Why can't I free your doubtful mind and melt your cold, cold heart? Another love before my time made your heart sad and blue. And so my heart is paying now for things I didn't do. In anger, unkind words are said that make the teardrop start. Why can't I free your doubtful mind and melt your cold, cold heart? time when I believe that you belong to me but now I know your heart is shackled to a memory the more I learn to care for you the more we drift apart why can't I free your doubtful mind and melt your cold, cold heart. Still, that was one of the greatest voices ever. Tony Bennett uh, sang a Hank Williams song and had a big hit about 1952. We went way back for that one. Blast through winter storms with a Husqvarna snowthrower from K&H Equipment in Plainfield. Husqvarna snowthrowers are built to withstand the demands of harsh New England winters with power and durability, innovative features, smart start, and Husqvarna's 10-year limited warranty for years of trouble-free snow removal. K&H Equipment in Plainfield is your storm center headquarters to buy, rent, and repair. Plus salt, treated salt, and sand salt mix. K&H is open every day, but when a storm hits, they stay open around the clock, quickly repairing plows and sanders to get you back on the road and plowing again. Eight minutes before one. Are you ready for a little Grand Funk Railroad? You got it. To be in
Grand Funk Railroad. Got to pick the right time. Going to be in love there. How about a, one of the first hits for Jerry and the Pacemakers when all the uh, English visitors were coming over and making hits in this country? I mean, they just tore into our charts. And here's one of the songs. They thought they'd be as big as the Beatles. That didn't happen, but they were awfully good, Jerry and the Pacemakers. And how do you do what you do to me? How do you do? I love an English accent when people meet. How do you do? How do you do? Here's your song about it by Mouth and McNeil. How do you do? Once I said I want to shoot, I don't remember why. I often wonder if it's true that you could make me cry. All we know is long ago you said I love you too. But I got one solution that we're gonna start anew. How do you do? Mm-hmm. I thought why not, na 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 na, just me and you. And then we can, na-na-na-na, just like before And you will say, na-na-na-na, please give me more And you will think, na-na-na-na, hey, that's what I'm living for How do you do? Uh-huh. I thought why not, na-na-na-na, just me and you And then we can, na-na-na-na, just like before and you will say, na 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 na, please give me more. And you will say, na 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 na, hey, that's what I'm living for. Next hour is our Anything Goes portion of the program. Once I said I wanted you, and I remember why. I 
Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich, 94.5 FM, W233DB in Norwich. One o'clock and uh, news time. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. President Biden is in Mexico for a summit of North American leaders. White House correspondent Greg Clugston with that report. The president will be meeting with the leaders of America's two closest neighbors, Canada and Mexico. Our partnership with Canada and Mexico is crucial to our economic security prosperity, democratic stability, and, of course, migration management. John Kirby with the National Security Council says topics on the summit agenda include immigration, security, trade, and illegal drug trafficking. Greg Clugston, the White House. Also at townhall.com, the House meets at 5 p.m. Eastern for legislative business. House Minority Leader Steve Scalise lays out the agenda for the week. Correspondent Marty Bennett with details. The first votes are expected at 6.30 p.m. Last votes are expected at 9 p.m. First on the agenda, adopting the rules of the 118th Congress and for other purposes. The first legislation on the docket, the Family and Small Business Taxpayer Protection Act. Leader Scalise says House Republicans are ready to bring relief to the millions of families, workers, and small businesses who are suffering from President Biden's failed agenda. Additionally, Leader Scalise says that Republicans will use the beginning of the 118th Congress to introduce legislation that would reverse Democrats' self-made border, energy, and crime crises. Bernie Bennett, Washington. The number of traffic deaths on U.S. roadways fell slightly during the first nine months of 2022. But pedestrian and cyclist deaths continue to rise. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration estimates that 31,785 people were killed in crashes from January through September, down two-tenths percent from the same period in 2021. The agency also estimates that fatalities dropped slightly for the third quarter of the year. More on these stories at townhall.com. The Dow is now up 177 points. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of Trust Link Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Pfizer's Paxlovid not included in China's national insurance. Healthcare authorities have declined to include Pfizer's COVID-19 treatment drug in a national reimbursement list that would have allowed patients to get it at a cheaper price throughout the country, saying it was too expensive. The oral medicine has been widely sought after in China since the country began phasing out its zero COVID restrictions and a surge of infections started sweeping through the nation. Although it's supposed to be prescribed by medics, that hasn't stopped people scrambling to purchase it. 
through any means at their disposal, including local media reports, buying generic Indian versions of the drug through the internet. I'm Charles Diladesma. British government ministers meeting with trade union leaders in a bid to wave an end to strikes for more pay in that country that has virtually hobbled UK's rail network and overburdened health system. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. A tweet fired off by Elon Musk has raised some eyebrows at the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. The Tesla chief suggests that Tesla might allow some vehicle owners who are testing a full self-driving system to disable an alert that reminds them to keep their hands on the steering wheel. Federal highway safety regulators say they have asked Tesla for more information about the tweet. And they say the issue is now part of a broader investigation into at least 14 Teslas that have slammed into emergency vehicles while using the autopilot driver assist system. Rich Thomason reporting. Part of the nation's largest fuel pipeline is restarted. Comes days after it was shut down by a diesel fuel leak in Virginia. Colonial Pipeline says the affected line returned to normal operation Sunday after repairs at the Witt Booster Station near Danville. The spill detected last Tuesday. More on these stories at townhall.com. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. So we do a little bit of everything, some chatter, some music. Some dancing and uh, some comedy. Hmm? And if you'd like to check in, of course, our number is 860-889-5252. if you want to check in. And everybody's welcome to call in. All your uh, viewpoints are welcome here. Unless you really want to go off the rails. You know what I'm talking about, huh? But this woman who impersonated a doctor with fake degree from Northwestern. Boy, that's a serious offense, huh? She opened a dermatology practice and performed services she was not licensed to perform. Erica made a fake diploma from Northwestern. She was charging some patients $1,000 per treatment. Man, that's some pretty scary stuff. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, so hey, I was wondering if you know, or your listeners might know, what was up with the Goodwill store across from Walmart in Norwich. I see it's completely empty, and they're doing some kind of renovations in there. Hmm. First I heard of that one, so maybe somebody knows about it. Yeah, maybe one of your listeners might know what's going on, because they emptied out the entire building, and it seemed so strange that they had so much stuff in there. You know, now it's gone. Unless they were making it bigger, or a... I don't know. Well, maybe yeah. somebody has a can tell us about that. That'd be great. All right. Thank you, Sue. You're welcome. Goodwill across from Walmart um, emptied it out. Find out what's happening there. We'll get the uh, scoop, as they say. We'll get the scoop. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. <laughs> Um, I like to go to concerts, and uh, so I heard that the Eagles were coming around the Prudential Center in Boston in uh, in April, and so the tickets are a mere two hundred and sixty-six to sixteen thousand dollars a seat. Well, sixteen thousand, you sit on their lap. What is that? I, I, I would hope. I guess. 
Good grief. It's amazing. Oh, I heard you mention earlier about that M3 GAN movie. Now, yeah, what's that about? I, w- I went, I went to see that uh, with my senior discount at uh, Lisbon Cinema last week, and mm-hmm. it was okay. It's, uh, it's actually pronounced Megan, even though it's uh, spelled with a three. She's a like a robotic uh, mate for uh, not a mate, but a uh, companion for this little girl, and she works on artificial intelligence and. Uh, Things start to go wrong with her, and uh, things start to happen. So I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Well, but, uh, I'm making you a movie critic. How how would you rate it? I, I would only give it a three myself. I mean, I've seen a lot of horror movies, and it's uh, mm-hmm. it's in that genre of horror movies. But it's, it was it was okay. You know, it wasn't bad. It it, it was scary at sometimes, but uh, yeah, I would I would give it a, a three. You know, oh okay, three out three out of five. <laughs> Well, at least I know what it is. It's that type of movie, and um, would you consider it a horror movie? Yeah, yeah, it's it's like uh, horror. It's a like I said, artificial intelligence companion for a little girl that starts to do uh, mm-hmm. things that it's not supposed to do. <laughs> okay, a bad right, little girl. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Hmm. I think it's time for another uh, dinosaur movie. <laughs> they need another blockbuster. <laughs> uh, the dinosaurs are coming back again. Probably, probably. Anything that makes a little dough, we're going to have a sequel to it. This is an odd story. What else is new? The Daily Star says the Taliban slammed Prince Harry over the weekend for claiming that he killed 25 of their members with an Apache helicopter in Afghanistan. That's a wild story. Taliban commander Malavi Agago says we are still here ruling, but he has fled to his grandmother's palace. He's a big-mouth loser who has been trying to get attention. I do not even believe what he said about the Mujahideen. He is a loser and scared to go to a combat zone. We made history by kicking him and his army out of our homeland and he should be very angry about that. A little bit from the Taliban about the prince. <laughs> Hard to connect those dots, isn't it? Gee. And the woman who won a $2 million lotto prize, Kenya Sloan of Shelby, North Carolina, won $2 million lottery jackpot just months after winning a $1 million lotto prize. What are the odds on that one? She says she plans to use her winnings to buy land and build a new home. She also plans to open her own restaurant. I was like, no way this happened again, but it did. I told some of my family members and they couldn't believe it either. I was just standing there in shock and just feel blessed. That's all I can say. Imagine winning twice. Such a short period of time. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hello, Susan. Oh, there's a Goodwill down in Groton. There's a lot of Goodwill around, I always used to give stuff down Mm -hmm. there. And, you know, another good uh, little story. You know, I always like to, you know, like if you lose weight, you take bags of clothes you don't need. You know them big things that you can put them in, them big metal things you see in parking Mm -hmm. lots? Well, two times in a row, I put a bag of clothes or two in them, and then I would go to maybe get gas or whatever, 
and you know there was a give and you shall receive. And you know what? I buy a lottery ticket, scratch off or something, and win two hundred dollars. Just and I, every time I did something good like that, and then I went and two times I won big lottery tickets. Well, I call that big, but after you did something nice, yeah. Yeah, because the Bible keeps telling you, give and you shall receive. And he wants you to be a good person and do stuff like that, you know. But you do receive. And um, I was really going to tell people, shop local. Um, Because, you know, you can get it quicker. Because Amazon, cutting back a little bit on Amazon, because I have had stuff dropped at other people's houses and they never give it to you and then I had to get in touch with Amazon and you know they'll take a picture of your door. Then this happened with FedEx. They'll take a picture of your door. So when I called the Amazon helpline she says, you have a brown door. I said, no. I have a green door. So she had to hurry up and credit my $36. I said, I never received it. Well, you, it said, well that's not the house. Whoever got it, got it, and that's it. So we're starting with, if you can get it in a grocery store, if you can get it local, I would do that. And I'm with you. Also, you don't want to see, it's like the Goodwill thing, you don't want to see your favorite place that you shop close. You have to help these people keep up with their business or... They won't have a business, so keep going locally to your favorite, you know, place, and don't give up your animals. Animals are a psychological help, Nate, you know, because in all the DAV magazines and American Legion, they're always showcasing dogs and maybe horses and whatever else to help a veteran get over PTSD. So it's like animals psychologically are really good for you. You know, Nan's best friend and all this kind of stuff. And I love my birds. I mean, every week I buy food for them, and I have such a huge flock of morning doves, like a 20 of them. 20 of them in the house, morning doves? No. Oh, I'm sorry. No. I used to have a pair of white doves Mm -hmm. uh, way back when. I had two of them, but... um, no, my morning does. They are multiplying and multiplying, and I love seeing them. Walk. It looks like a little flock of pigeons on the ground when you're eating corn. So, you know, keep whatever makes you happy. Keep buying that and, and buy local, and because this, something's going to break. I mean, this oppression on the people of America, something is going to break. It has to. And you know how horrendous story I heard on the radio on the news? Oh, boy. Now, do you know that the January 6th committee released 2,000 important people's Social Security numbers? This is Ben Carson, senators, congressmen, 18... How could um, they do that? I don't understand. How could they do that? They Why? Didn't. Why did they do that? Well, because they're Democrats and they hate Trump. No, Anybody but what is that a, was backing him, 18 Republican governors, and they released them... It can't be illegal. they were never told... And so now, yeah, Ben Carson, he's all up in arms, and um, the Noam or whatever, the South... 
Carolina, South Dakota governor, I guess it's a lady, um, all these people had their social security numbers released, 2,000 of them, all due to that January, and you know what? January 6th committee won't get in trouble, just like they released Donald Trump's six years of income taxes. He wasn't the president when they released the prior six. So it's like, this country, something has got to happen to straighten it out again. Are they picking on Ben Carson? He had nothing to do with January 6th. Well, no, but he was a Trump. He worked for Trump. You worked for Trump. You're, um, you're well, that's on the ridiculous. List. That's totally ridiculous. Well, it, it happened. You'll probably hear about it maybe on Tucker Carlson tonight. You never mm-hmm. know. Okay. But, yeah. And, you know, I know people get sick of hearing it. Maybe they don't. One verse in the Bible overcome evil with good. So, everybody out there, you do your moralistic duty and just do good. Thing. Now listen, I want you to do some good things and then play the big uh, jackpot, oh, which is yeah. almost a billion dollars. I got a ticket. And you know what else could tell you to play for music today? Mm-hmm. It never rains in California. Oh. Think of the words. Oh, that's never right. It never rains in California, but boy, let me warn you, <laughs> when it does, it pours. Boy, Man, they, uh, it pours. And that's what's happening right now. Well, it's a terrible situation. You're right. Yeah, but it's funny because what was that? Sixties, seventies? I don't know. Maybe sixties. No, I think song? it was in the seventies. It was a great song. It was a great song. You know what I did for my psyche over the weekend? I watched the Smothers Brothers show. I had the third season, mm-hmm. and um, it was really cool. And it's all in color, and they have famous people on there. I watched the one with. Um, Liberace, he was a riot, and David Fry. I guess he does imitations of people. Boy, did he do a good um, uh, Johnson. Anna Nixon. It was cool. Oh, yeah, he was known for his Nixon imitations. Yeah, so that's how I stay whatever. I I go back (laughs) to when things were... Oh, I don't know. I know the 60s were, were up in the air, but... I remember the 60s, I remember the 70s, those are my old days. Well, all right, enjoy those uh, videos that you got, and it's a nice little uh, getaway to watch some of those things. because I used to watch the Smothers Brothers every Sunday night. I love their voices and their singing. Do you have any Smothers Brothers songs that they sing, recordings? I could probably get my hands on one or two. Yeah, you want to let let people hear how beautiful their their voices blended together. Because that's why I would listen to them. I love their singing. So you know, they're you, uh, very nice voices. I don't know if you go online much, but you can actually find uh, the last Smothers Brothers show in its entirety. You can see it online. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's YouTube or something like that. I don't know. Uh, well, hey, you know what? You know who helped get them booted? Johnson, he would watch the Smothers Brothers show. We got a little documentary about that on one of them. He watched it, and he would call up and complain if they were, you know, trashing the Vietnam War and stuff mm-hmm. like that. He got them booted, you know. Probably hey, they had a lot of pressure with the networks, and uh, they did yep. get very political. I get it. Yep. And you know that song, Clap for the Wolf Man? Yeah. 
That is such a fun song. That's another one. The Smothers Brothers and Clark Brother Wolfman. And then people out there will know where I'm coming from. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right. Susie. Susie's wound up today. Why not? She's having fun. And I hope you are, too. 889-5252 is the telephone number to get through to us. Do you need money for college? Are you interested in a career in broadcasting? If you're a Connecticut resident studying journalism, communications, sales, marketing, production, or broadcast engineering, you're eligible for a scholarship from the Connecticut Broadcasters Association. The deadline to apply is March 15th. Grants will be awarded for the next academic year. So, go to ctba.org to download the application form and apply now. Dreaming of a new car, a new home? A little money management can go a long way to help make those dreams a reality. And at Scient Federal Credit Union, we make money management easier. At Scient Federal Credit Union, you will be treated as a member, not just a number. We are committed to improving our members' lives with creative financial solutions. Our helpful, responsive, and knowledgeable people are here to help you realize your dreams. Visit our website to find out how you can receive customized product and resource recommendations for a whole host of important financial decisions like buying a home, how to save more money, preparing for retirement, paying off debt, and so much more. From day-to-day -day dealings to long-term planning, Scient Federal Credit Union is your solutions provider, no matter your financial status. We make money management easier. Contact us to see if you qualify for membership. 877-860-MYCU or scientfcu.org. Federally insured by the NCUA. Scient Federal Credit Union. The Connecticut Department of Administrative Services is hiring for health care and direct support. Visit ct.gov slash ctstatejobs at ct.gov slash ctstatejobs for more information. Alvies, you're gonna love it. The new year is here. Falvey's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram has you covered with our Start Something New sales event going on now. Let us help you make 2023 your best year yet. You work hard, you deserve it. Falvey's will help you have the best car buying experience. Falvey's has a great selection of models in stock ready for immediate delivery. Falvey's has one of the largest selections of new vehicles to choose from, including the all-new plug-in hybrid 4XE Grand Cherokee and Wrangler. Save big during our Start something new sales event located on route 32 in norwich just down the street from mohegan sun or visit us online at falvies.com in the comfort of your own home where you can easily custom order to meet your needs in the center of it all serving southeastern connecticut and beyond since 1932 no matter what direction you're coming from all roads lead to falvies hi this is tj falvey stop by today and experience the falvey's difference time for this day in history Oh! <laughs> I love these things. Highlights in history on this very day, which happens to be January 9th, 2023. It's as late as it's ever been. On this date in 1768, Philip Ashley signed, staged the first modern circus in London. 1768. Yeah, they had the elephants and all the, all, everything then, I guess. Sword swallowers. Imagine doing that for a living, trying to get to the doctor with sore throats all the time. On this date, in 1799, the world's first income tax was imposed. Yay! Mm. 
Hey, on this date in 1956, Dear Abby premiered, and what a run she had. Now, I guess her daughter is doing it, or anyway, they still have the name Abby. Yep. On this date in 1960, Patsy Cline became a member of the Grand Old Opry. What a beautiful voice. On this date in 62, the NFL started prohibiting grabbing face masks. Had to start somewhere. On this date in 1997, the Antique Roadshow debuted on PBS. I love that show, huh? The Antique Roadshow. Anytime I'm flipping the channels, all 2,000 of them, and I come across that, I, I want to see what something's worth. And sometimes they get very disappointed. Other times, well... They are so excited to find that their little marble is worth $2,000. The Antique Road Show. Some of the things that happen on this day in history. And this day is in history. There's, there's torrential rains in California. And uh, reminds us of this song.
Yeah, it's pouring. Right. Hi, WICH. Good afternoon. Hi there. Hi. Uh, yes, sir, Mr. Benny. I'm back for the home what stretch. What do in baseball, the last inning? Yep, ninth inning, two on, two ninth, outs. Ninth inning, that's it. All right. Okay, listen, since I talked to you uh, in the, the last hour pertaining to um, group therapy sessions, I did a little research online, and there's this... There is some interest in, in in this because of the anxiety that is within the country. Uh, things, uh, you know, pertaining to the violence of of all kinds, economic uncertainty, mm-hmm. climate change, sexual identities, conspiracy theories, health issues, and more. Now I have that in front of me, so I just read it off, but. I put it down because I know these are the issues that are, are affecting people, and there are probably many others. So I'm going to continue working on this and send it off to you and see what happens. I, by the way, my whole reason for putting this together is because I think group therapy sessions should maybe be passed, performed on, on media platforms to get, so to encourage Americans to participate in, per, in person. So how would this work, Ben? I mean, uh, they have separate ones in each city, each town, and uh, how, how would this? You work? know, I, I really can't give you the answer to that, Stu. It would be have to, that's why I left off something important. This is a proposal, so I put proposal on the end because I I want people to to start thinking about how they can put it together, and there may be some ways that's already um, established that I, I I haven't gotten to yet on, on uh, maybe they could have television shows and get people from all walks of life and yes. they wouldn't know what uh, you know they were going to discuss and uh, see how they all feel individually about things but you'd have to have a lot of people to get a good uh, consensus of uh, where we're going with this well see there's a a positive input from you and I'm taking that in and putting that on top of the list. Okay. By the way, I'd like to say hello to uh, Maria. She mentioned my name. And uh, maybe at some point when the weather gets warm, I can meet her in, in the Chelsea Parade again. She's a, she's really a wonderful That'd human be great. being. That'd be great. And uh, God willing, if we do another Dairy Queen get-together, I hope you're there. Yeah, I, I will. Okay, my friend. Oh. Okay, take care. You too. Boston Benny. With Boston Briar. Yep, I was a Boston kid. Boston English High School. A rough and tumbling school. I don't think our football team did very well, but I was never really into it at the time. It was just... A lot of the football players were in my home... home class. They weren't very nice, but, you know, they... Didn't like tackling their homework. Remember that. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. What else can we tell you today? All right. So that was uh, It Never Rains in California. It pours by Albert Hammond. Oh, the Golden Globes are coming back to NBC TV. Did we miss it? This is getting to the time of the award shows. So many of them. I kind of lose something, huh? Well, without a TV show, 
starry red carpet, host press, or even a live stream. The Golden Globe Awards were in chaos last year, and scandal broke over lack of diversity, accusations, and sexism, and ethical and financial lapses among members of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. But it's back, because everybody's going to behave and be nice. WICH, welcome. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Stu. Hey there, young man. What's up? I'm feeling real old. You're feeling old? Yeah. I'm I'm sitting on a couch feeling old. Well, just because you're sitting on a couch, you shouldn't feel old. Just don't sit hey. there for 24 hours. Uh, this, this guy mentions climate change. And every time I hear someone say something about climate change, it totally ticks me off. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, you don't believe it at all, right? Oh, so I mm. do. I do believe it. Oh, you do believe it. Okay. But there's a but, but there. There's a but, but, but. Mm. Yep. Okay, give us the give us the but. <laughs> okay. I'll be the butt of the conversation. We are we are going to have climate change. That's a, that's a statement, not not a supposition. Mm-hmm. That's a statement. Uh climate glacier left here. Excuse me? Did you know Staten Island is a a glacial uh, showcase? No, I never thought of it. No, actually, no. But I know now. That's where the the glaciers dumped all all the boulders that they pushed all the way from the Arctic down to the Long Island Sound. They dumped it in the river. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, when I I told you this before, when I was in high school, I took a geology course, and they said that uh, we had been glaciated eleven times. Glaciated eleven that? times. Wow. Eleven, mm-hmm. not once, twice, but eleven. And uh, did you also know that at one time? Uh, the uh, Grand Canyon was covered in water. Uh, no, I, it's another thing I hadn't and thought the, about. It. The water also covered uh, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, I'm not terribly excited about climate change. I don't think we should spend billions and billions of dollars on climate change either. Well, that's a good you know that's a good argument that you're making. You know, we do spend lots and lots of uh, money on climate change and doing this and that. And uh, I wonder if uh, we did all of these things, if it would really make a difference. I don't you know. You can't stop it, Stu. I don't know. You cannot stop it. Before I took a before I took that little course in high school, uh, my mother told me, uh, and this was. Uh, when I was 10 years old, that would be 1950, mm-hmm. uh, she told me that the pier down at the river we lived on, the, the pier was underwater. The one that she knew when she was a kid, she said that the, the river had risen a foot, and the pier was covered with water. She said that was only uh, 
50, time, 50 years. So this has happened before, Stu, and I expect it to happen again. I won't be here, but uh, there's oh, nothing You mean you're going to get off about. the couch? All right, yeah. The, the other thing is, mm-hmm. uh, do you do you realize that we had uh, coal, coal in the Appalachian Mountains? That's another you thing I hadn't thought coal, about. Hmm? Excuse me? Do you know how we get coal? Yeah, we sit on diamonds for years. Oh, no, I got that mixed up, right? Yeah, okay. you do, though. Mm-hmm. I think you need a couple of more drinks. You've been drink. You've been doing a lot of that this afternoon. I've been drinking a lot of water here. That's what oh, I'm doing. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, okay, okay. Well, uh, maybe the water then spiked. <laughs> well, listen. So, I you, you had a good teacher. You you don't think things have changed since you had that course that you took? Well, geo- geology doesn't change, though. Mm-hmm. And just remember, uh, they found that uh, that big barge. Up in the up in the uh, mountains, up above Italy, you remember that? And then they found these uh, footprints, right? They found it. Yep. So uh, it was bigger than Bigfoot. Evidently, we had a lot of water to put that stupid mm-hmm. barge up on the top of a mountain. So I guess we're going to have all of this stuff again. Well, let's just hope for a good day today. <laughs> yep. Thanks, buddy. Well, hey. Have a good day, Stu. You too. Thanks for calling. Don't laugh too much. I'll try Please. not to. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hey. Good, good afternoon, Stu. Yes, sir. So, um, hey, so the previous guy is talking about climate change, and uh, I, I didn't hear everything he said, because anytime I call, I, uh, I, you know, I, I, I all hear is the phone. Um, but maybe 15 years ago, I read a book um, where they, part of it was that they went through ice core samples in the uh, the Antarctic, mm-hmm. and they identified, if I recall correctly, the cycle was 1,800 years, and they they, um, they said that we were in the middle of the upswing of, of such a cycle, and in addition to uh, an 1,800-year cycle, there could be other cycles within cycles, or other events that can cause a cl- um, like climate change, like in 30 years ago, we had... Now, in a tubo, that that caused uh, a slight uh, slight climate change worldwide. And then in the 1800s, there was one where, I believe it was Krakatoa, where there was snow and crop failure all through the northeastern U.S., and this was out in, I think, Indonesia. Um, so these are very complicated things. Um, I think it's generally accepted. I, I'm not aware of anybody that says that, for instance, carbon dioxide and methane do not... You know, did it, did it create a greater greenhouse effect? Um, when you have warmer waters, though, you get you get more clouds, thus reflecting more sun in back into space. More water is held up in the clouds. You might have more precipitation in in the mountains, in the glaciers, up at the poles. Um, so there's a there's a certain degree of self-correction that's going on in here. Uh, I don't think that almost any of the politicians one side or the other, knows a whole lot more about climate change than I do. And the politicians are the people deciding how much money the scientists get. So we're, we're at a point now where if you are a climate denier, as they call it, oh you're not going to get funding. So you must always look at this with a skeptic's lens. Um, 
I do think it's good that we are getting away from, if we're going to, you know, get away from fossil fuels, but what's the trade-off here is we're going from uh, OPEC uh, and, and really to, uh, they're really not as um, dominating in, in, in that market as they were in like the 1970s. I think we learned our lesson. Um, we, we are able to produce our own energy uh, to a state of affairs where instead of OPEC, it is China controlling all the energy. If you're talking about the lithium and the rare earth, the solar panels and everything, it's all China. Um, there's, there's really the best solution if you want to get away from the carbon would be more nuclear power plants, more hydroelectric. And you'll never see the green people making a big uh, push for these. In fact, the Chinese, you know, they're, they're building a lot of coal, but they're also building a lot of nuclear. And they just uh, recently built very, very large um, hydroelectric dams, like the which we'll never have here, any, you know, in, in the foreseeable future. Meanwhile, these same green fanatics want us to um, burn wood. In the climate change bill that President Biden signed, they are in, they, they they increased that that tax credit on on wood burning stoves, so it's, it's back up to I think three thousand dollars. So these people they don't know what they're doing. Ideologues that they are, they're incoherent. And I think we're in a difficult spot where the money all goes towards one side of the argument, and it's a very complicated thing. It's something that if scientists will have a hard time getting a good grasp on. I think. A normal person, a politician, will have a hard time getting a good grasp on, especially in, in, in the fact that they have to do all this messaging. They have to be on one side or the other. Well, I'll tell you, with the uh, we, one side of the no argument, uh, they want to shut them up and uh, they want to put them in you jail. You know who's um, <clears throat> on the, the quote unquote skeptic side is Art Horn. I don't know if he's still around, but I remember he got into some trouble with uh, activists because yeah, he had a, a website, I think it was called The Art of Weather. And he, he, he's against, or was at the time at least, against the consensus on climate change. And uh, we're, we're in a, my, my, my son was asking me about climate change today. I had to explain to him as best as I can. I told him, complicated as it is, you know, I think I have a good understanding of it. And I don't think I have a good enough understanding of it. And I don't think that most people who say anything about it know what they're talking about. It's, it's I think I could go along with that. Thanks, sir. I, I got to run, but thank you. Appreciate it. All right, you take care. The debate forever. Gas from uh, cows. Maybe change their diet. I don't know. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi, Stu. Hi. I have two things. Uh, Norwich, uh, somebody called in about uh, Goodwill closing. Yes. I want to say another one bites the dust, another business. Usually they close up. Uh, I think they've been there for a few years, um, but the other ones, within a year, whatever, they get the um, the startup money. And I wanted to say, also, Mayor Nystrom is on his uh, home stretch, his last term. He hasn't been on to speak to any of this. Number two. Uh, when I watch CPTV, local channel, on the events going on in London County, Lisbon mostly, I see a lot of, that they offer for senior citizens and whatnot, and 
other places. Norwich um, has very little. They haven't updated where their uh, veterans coffee house place is. They still have it at Mahan Drive. Is that bad? Um, is that a bad thing? Huh? Is that a bad thing because they have it there? No. Okay. It's not there. It's in the industrial park. Yeah, okay, but I mean, people can get to it. Yeah, but, you know, I wish the local channel that Marvin used to be in control of and whatnot update their information and have um, to inform Norwich residents on what's going on in their community and where to go because the Veterans Coffee House it's it's by Dodd Stadium now. It's not at the Senior Center. Well, let's see if we can get some veterans to call and see if it's a problem for them. Well, you know what? I'm a, I'm public. I'm Norwich. I would like to go there. I would like to um, um, be informed. So go there. Go to support. That would be good if you went there. Sure. Absolutely. Okay, let me know how it goes when you go there. Yeah, if, um, and I will, because I go to, I support the military, disabled, uh, Blue Lives Matter, and um, okay. everybody else with goodwill. Okay, thank you very much. Keep up the good work. Hi, welcome to the program. Well, they tell me when it comes to pass, <laughs> the passage will be... Uh, complete in 200 years. This 200-year window comes to my memory from what I read, I think it was in the 1960s, 1980s, and Scientific American, as I recall. 200 years is what they estimate it takes for a complete glaciation to occur once the circumstances um, Mm -hmm. begin. And, And the other, next to the last caller, uh, really outlined a lot of the conditions under which it could occur um, and start and begin uh, overcast skies for different reasons, uh, whatnot, whatnot. But uh, if they last year, uh, during California's most serious drought, could predict a thousand-year flood in California, which we're receiving this year, then likewise, this year could be the first year of uh, the beginning of a 200-year process towards glaciation with all the storms we have in the Midwest and the cold and the the Siberian uh, wind, which is is, uh, determined by the snow cover, the number of square kilometers of snow in Siberia and, I guess, the Ural areas, northern uh, Russia. The more snow they have, the colder... Um, the Arctic Expresses and uh, or whatever the Siberian Express, and more likely we are to have a cold winter. So, all right, thank you, my friend. See you on the Weather Channel. Could be could be one year, right, Stu? Yeah. I, I don't know. I wish I had magic answers, but thank you. Yeah. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, you're on the air. You can. Good afternoon, Stu. Hi, good afternoon, Larry. 
I'm going to drag Marie to the next city council meet with me. <laughs> okay, that'll be nice. See, see, if she likes it in person instead of watching it on the uh, on the government channel. I thought the Veterans Coffee House. I didn't think it was up in the industrial park. I thought it was. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I got wrong information. Uh, they had the last city council meeting at City Hall, which it didn't, it didn't bother me going to Kelly. It didn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. It's one one way or the other. Kelly was a lot bigger. Yeah, There's right. A lot, lot more room. But a uh, couple of things in the paper over the weekend. Uh, one was in the uh, bulletin on uh, Sunday. I'm sure you're familiar with that case. That remember that artist that got murdered in 2018 at Norwich Artists. Yes. Yeah, uh, his sentence, and um, once again, that uh, Judge uh, Struckburn there from New London, mm-hmm. she gave the uh, guy a 17-year sentence, and the family, uh, right in big black letters on the front page, family shocked by 17-year sentence. The whole family of that gentleman was in court when this uh, judge gave him that sentence. I don't get it, Larry. I'll never understand that. Well, they're really pissed off, and I, you know, I, I don't, I don't. Uh, blame them. She continually does this. Uh, um, she's very sympathetic to the uh, victims all the time. Uh, not the victims, the, uh, the the criminals. Yeah. Very, right. very sympathetic to them all the time. So, I don't know what her political uh, agenda is, but uh, Gustin. So. I, uh, whatever happened to life in prison for something like that? I don't know. I don't get it. I just don't well, get it. Well, I think maybe a 30-year sentence would have been more appropriate <clears throat> than 17. Mm-hmm. Um, for, uh, for the, so anyways, uh, and one other thing in the paper, too, on Saturday in the day, um, a national Republican to seek vacant Norwich City Council seat, which is going to come up in uh, May. So uh, Billy uh, Nash was a... Uh, is a Republican and was on the city council for 12 years before he gave up the seat on the last uh, election. So I'm asking the people in May to please put put this one day aside and and go out and vote. Please vote. Okay. Uh, if, you, if you don't remember the last city council election a couple of years ago, only 22% of the Norwich voters went out and voted for the city council. That's an absolute disgrace. Okay, so don't don't complain about things. We can't take 15 minutes out of your day to go and vote for such an important position as a member of the city council. All right, Larry. Good point. We'll talk more about it. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, WICH. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. Yes, I was just calling about that lady who called about Goodwill. Yes, what's what's They're the deal? They're not closing, closing per se. <clears throat> They're closing for remodeling. Okay, that was I. I was hoping it was that, and uh, and they'll be open again in the spring. I'm not sure exactly when. I just saw a sign there. Oh, good, good. I, we got an answer to that one. I like that. Closing yes. for remodeling. They're not uh, closing for good, but in the spring they'll be back in action. Yeah, I think they're kind of extending their store. There's an empty store Mm -hmm. front next to them, and I think they're expanding into that and just rearranging everything. Well, thank you so much for that. Oh, you're very welcome. You have a good day. You too. Thanks. Okay, bye now. Bye. Hi, WICH. 
Welcome. Good afternoon. Are you going to talk to me? Is that what you want? <laughs> Are you going to talk? Okay, I was trying to do impersonation. It wasn't working. Okay, please hang up and try again. Okay. I think I'm all set here. I wanted to play a little something funny on our Anything Goes Hour, and I'm going to do it right now. This is Brad Upton. Cell phone addiction. Do you have it? Is there anything we can do about it? I said the 20-somethings are dumb. They're not dumb. It's just certain ways of the world. The reason I say that, you watch. In the not-too-distant future, hackers are going to knock out our cell phones and the Internet. These 20-somethings are going to come to a stop, stare at their phone, and have no idea what to do next. <laughs> because they've always had an Internet connection. If we lose the Internet, us old folks, we got a plan B. <laughs> you 20-somethings are going to have to find a bunch of old people and ask us how to do stuff. <laughs> Hey, mister, can you help me get home? I don't know how to do directions. <laughs> well, I can draw you a map, but you're going to have to listen and store the information in your head. <laughs> and I'm not here to tell you life was better before cell phones. It wasn't. I love my phone. I'm addicted to that thing. You ever lose your phone? Oh, that's a panic attack. I lost my kid at the mall one time. I didn't panic like that. because I have two kids. <laughs> Never has technology moved so quickly as the past 20 plus years. My son was at my house a couple years ago. He called my mom, his grandma. He turns to me, he goes, I think grandma's phone's broken. I go, why? He goes, listen to this. I go, <laughs> it's a busy signal. <laughs> He'd never heard one. He goes, now what do I do? I go, hang up. He goes, how do I leave a message? <laughs> you don't. <laughs> he goes, now what do I do? I go, well, wait a few minutes. Call her back. <laughs> he goes, that's stupid. <laughs> and I was like in your house growing up, my house growing up, my dad never answered the phone. He wasn't getting out of his big old chair. That phone rang, he'd just look at us kids. It was our job to answer the phone, right? I was telling my son that story one day. He goes, why didn't you tell your dad to get the phone? <laughs> My World War II Marine dad? I tried it once. Had no idea to get out of the chair that quickly. When I woke up, that phone was inside me. Dad, why don't you get the... <laughs> Here's something that kills me about technology and old people. And by old people, I'm talking about people my age. Watch us when people are taking pictures. We got the camera out. We all stop. We don't want to walk in front of it because we think we're going to ruin the film. Hey, Boomer, no more film. Keep moving. These guys delete more pictures in an hour than we used to take in a year. You remember roll of 24? That thing would last you all year. You get that back, you go, look, there's Uncle Billy. He's been dead at least a year. Oh, man. I got, I got some new Uncle Billy photos. And photos weren't unlimited. You had to keep track. Remember that little counter on the bottom of the camera told you how many were left? That's why all the Sasquatch photos are crappy. 
everybody was down to their last shot. Like, oh, there he is. Click. Ah. <laughs> Behind a tree. Before COVID, I worked in Singapore and Hong Kong. I worked these English-speaking comedy clubs, and I flew from Hong Kong to Singapore on Tiger. It's this cut-rate Asian airline. They cram you all close together. And I don't feel like a big man, but in Asia, I'm gigantic. <laughs> I did not realize it until I was standing at the gate looking around going, oh my, I'm the biggest guy here by a lot. So I'm 6'1", 190. 195? 200? probably 202 this morning. Anyway, I was the biggest guy by a lot on the jet and I had a window seat and there was a guy in the aisle and I said, uh, can I sneak past you? He said, your sneaking days are over, my friend. That's Brian Upton, a funny man. We like to throw in a little comedy here and there. And uh, three minutes before two at WICH AM and FM, talking about keeping things green. Let's end out with a little green song here, huh? See, I'm gone. You know, there ain't no woman gonna settle me down. I just gotta be traveling on. I'm singing. Green, green, it's green, they say, on the far side of the hill. Green, green, I'm going away to where the grass is greener still. Now, there ain't nobody in this whole wide world gonna tell me how to spend my time. I'm just a good loving rambling man Say buddy can you spare me a dime Hear me crying it's a Green green it's green they say On the far side of the hill Green green I'm going away To where the grass is greener still Yeah I don't care when the sun goes down Where I lay my weary head Green green I'm gonna make my bed easy now Green, green, it's green they say On the far side of the hill Green, green, I'm going away To where the grass is greener still Everybody, I want to hear it now Green, green, it's green they say On the far side of the hill Green, green, I'm going away To where the grass is greener still New Christy Minstrels. Used to call them the New Crispy uh, Critters. And Green Green, I think the lead singer was Barry Maguire. Remember him? He had the big hit called Eve of Destruction. Well, he used to sing with the New Christy Minstrels. Keeping it green. Stu's lunchtime break at WICH AM and FM. We usually play the oldies. And once in a while, on the Anything Goes portion, we throw in a tune or two and some little comedy routine that I think you might enjoy. 
Let me check my Stu Doppler window. Yeah, the sun is uh, out there. Oh, good day. Good day, Monday. All right, kids. You remember your lines. Don't forget. And that's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you'll be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. Little did I know when my sister and I did that, how many times I'd play it on the radio. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310.